All right, everyone, for this episode, we're going to go ahead and put out a warning for you. You know, normally we probably aren't the best with controlling our language if you have children around. But I mean, it's the generally, topics we cover yeah, are generally, generally safe, pretty safe for kids. Uh, we just might word it a little bit weird. And that's just up to you on what kind of language you're OK with, with having your kids here. Yeah. Now, that being said, for this episode, we would strongly recommend you keep your children out of the room. Yeah, go ahead and get them out of here. The little Billy, the Tommy. Yeah. Just go ahead and leave. The topics in this one are going to get a little heavy. We don't want demonetized or any of those issues either. Yeah. So it's not, not like the, mo- the video just taken down completely. So we're probably going to avoid certain vocabulary anyway, yeah. but just because the topic itself is maybe a little graphic for children. Go ahead and tell them to go to bed. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are your Kentucky Fried Critics. Welcome back. All right, guys. Well, we've already... Uh, gave you a little bit of warning. Yeah. You heard before you're hearing the us say this beginning. now. We got a heavy subject to talk about, but before we get there, we'll go ahead. We'll we'll hit our socials. First one you're going to find us at, obviously, our Facebook page. Again, we're seeing lots oh, yeah. of interaction there. Lots of people. Loving to see you guys. Right. I still don't understand this chicken and egg thing on if you're finding How us. How you found it, but. Yeah, but either welcome way. Welcome all the same, right? Just in case this is the first place and then you find us there, I'll go ahead and tell you how to get there. It's going to be Facebook.com slash Kentucky Fried Critics. Woo! Instagram, also easy. Again, owned by Meta. It was really easy just to get the same one across both of them. Yeah, they just the exact same one. Speaking of which, we also have a Threads. You know, it's like the, the replacement to Twitter. I've not used it since maybe like the fourth episode, fifth. It exists. It though. exists though. If more people try to follow us there, I might start trying might to be active do again. Do something there. on it. Uh, at, at the time I made it, it was when we were just starting, and it had just started. So I figured let's reserve the name. Go ahead and get it out there. Right. That's a good uh, idea. Uh, it, it is there. There's just nothing active there for a long time. But start if you want to do, find start it, doing stuff, and we'll we'll jump on there. I guess I almost forgot to say both of those are also like I was <laughs> saying for Meta, just Kentucky Fried Critics. Everything at Meta so far, we've been able to retain just Kentucky, Kentucky Fried, Fried Critics. Critics. So our YouTube, of course, that one's going to be the first one that's a little bit different. It's the redheaded stepchild of the family out. It completely stands out because again, really like does. we've got some that are different. That are so close, but this one just stands out completely. Yeah, it's out on its own. But again, we've found our fun, our fun way. Our fun, our way, fun to tell way of you how saying to find it. it. So again, this one is going to be at KFC Riddicks. That's right, KFC Riddicks. <laughs> again, don't ask us what a Riddick is. If you have ideas on what Riddicks may be, I, I want to see it in the comments. If you're an artist, draw us a picture. Yeah, draw us a Riddick. That'd be awesome. Not Chronicles of Riddick. No, 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 because it's spelled different. It's spelled way different. Yeah, this isn't, you know, this isn't like R-I-D. This is R-I-T. Yeah, R-I-T-I-C. Yeah, Riddick. I so spelled you, it right. I'm proud of myself. So if you if you guys are so inspired, maybe that would be uh, another mascot. Maybe we could rotate mascots. Ooh, there we go. Like we could do them, every, you know, change them the up every now and then. pictures in the background, we just rotate them out. Oh, oh that'd guys. be cool. So if anybody out there is so inclined to design us a Riddick, go for it. Hell yeah. Well, we it, wanna, it's we it's need all a, up to you. We need a KFC Riddick. <laughs> all right, guys. So like we said, YouTube, though, is uh, standing strong at that. We may change it. We want to change it. We want to make it uniform somehow. But at this point, I'm there's... St- I'm starting to kind of love it a little. <laughs> maybe we will keep it. I don't know. At this point, we just mainly uh, can't change it because we've had so many people, so many people find us finding recently it. Yeah. that we want to... We don't want them to not find it. Yeah. They, they've, they've already found it once. Go look for it and be like, mm, it's gone. Yeah, we don't want them to think that we uh, closed up shop already. No, we didn't abandon you guys. We're still here. That's promise. Right. That being said, before we go on to any other socials, normally we do a little wrap up of this at the very, very beginning. Uh, this is episode number 26. So 26. like we had said, 
This is officially six months. So yep. again, we're not folding in. We're no. not wrapping up. We're, we're keeping going it strong. Going. We're doing good. Power ahead, man. Damn straight. The next social place is just our website. Yeah. You know, and this is, uh, you know, this is the one. This is the one. The one. This is going to be the one. So if you want to find us here. Yeah, I got to get, I got to loosen up. Get ready for the dance. Get, get ready. Pause yourself so I can get through I'll it. I'll let you get through it. Go ahead. This is the one, though, in case you need to find us. Our hosts at ACAST have provided us a website. So it's shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. Woo. I love my hyphens. I'm going to start the cult. The cult of the hyphen. We'll all get tattoos. Little little hyphen on your hand. Okay. People will be like, well, who, somebody marked on you with a pen. Like, oh, man, it's a hyphen. And as we pointed out every time, uh, episodes have even more. Oh, yeah, dude. One of these days, I'm going to just, we're, I'm gonna, we're going to do it. We're just going to take the longest freaking quote from a movie, and that's going to be the title. <laughs> just hundreds of hyphens. Count up the hyphen it. count. Right. We'll just let the whole episode title be the entire dialogue of the movie. Right. There you go. We'll just start, start scanning it in somehow. No, that's just it. If we want to do it, we have to put the dedication. And we actually it. have to sit there and type the entire script in, right? That, Camera that, movements, that, you know, that, all that shit. That's me. That's my... If we're going to do it, we got to do it. We got to put the work in. Uh, we can't cheat it. I might have an, a hyphen overdose at that point, man. I don't know if I even I can handle that many hyphens. Then the, the last social that we always hit you with is, again, the most original of all socials. It's... It, the email. email. You gotta get a hold of us somehow if you want to get directly a hold of us. That's the way to do it. Pitches ideas. That's right. If you got some ideas, if you got some beers you want us to try, let us know. That's where you send it. Send it to the email. You can f- say funny memes and guesses on all the other stuff. You want to send us an idea, you gotta email it. Certainly the best way. Yeah. I mean, you can message us directly in other places. But oh, email. yeah, I forgot that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm old. You definitely just want to put those in the direct to us. Yeah, directly you don't want, you don't want it to be anywhere if that's public. Posted. If it's public right. knowledge, it's like, well, it we can't just, use that one. Well, we could, but it just goes to the back. Yeah, part. it goes to the back so people will forget. That's right. They, it won't be fresh in their mind when right. we do it. That's the whole idea there. Well, we almost forgot to actually say what it is. We went off on our tangent. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it's the email. That, we need, they need yeah, the actual they need email. email. It is. Although it is simple. It's an easy. It's another one of those easy ones. So it's KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. With a distressing lack of hyphens, but I'll let it go. I mean, that is definitely one. If you wanted a secondary email, we could run two, and we could definitely just—I <laughs> could run one, the one, and you one could just for me. Yeah, I could run the one. You could run the other one. No, we could a, do that. That's okay. I'm just saying, it's not that hard. Gmails are pretty easy to set up. Yeah, I know. Even I have one. <laughs> See, just putting it out there. If you, if you want to control some hyphen, if you want the hyphen power yourself, <laughs> I will control all hyphens in the universe. We could certainly let you control some of the hyphens. All right, that that's nice and fun. I'm glad we had a lot of fun because I'm not sure. I mean, obviously you try. guys know us. We can't just talk about things and not have a good time. Yeah. As the disclaimer before we started told you, this is maybe a little heavy. This is a hard movie to laugh at. There's some. Moments, there's a few parts, but there's a lot where you're just like, well, and even yeah. even the few parts that do, you feel bad because you know what happened before. Yeah, and, and you're if you've like, seen oh, it before, you know what's about to happen next. I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's still a good joke. Before we go any further, since we did not actually tell you what we're covering yet. This is a Clockwork Orange. Yeah. If you didn't guess from our beer for yeah, this week. Yeah, that's right. What beer is this? I'm sorry. I got ahead of our... No, it's fine. It's It was an easy one. I mean, the can yeah, is I know. orange. <laughs> it's a Brew Dogs Brewing Company's Clockwork 
IPA. A tangerine Tangerine infused. infused. It does. It's very orangey. Very citrusy. Yeah, it's it's good so far. We've not had very much, but you know, uh, we'll give you a bit better better review. review at the end. But yeah, certainly for the first couple of sips, I mean, I'm not mad at it. You know what I mean? Like, oh a, yeah, no, it doesn't have <laughs> that like kick you in the face bitterness that most of them have. Well, not even that like uh, you know pumpkin head ale. Ugh. That one was one that I mean, before we even started, we immediately told yeah, we were like, like, no, like, no it's this bad. Is rough. It's bad. Don't I drink mean, it. I'll still tell you that it's bad. Don't uh, drink it. But this one is not bad. This one is definitely like the first taste was pleasant. Yeah, I was definitely oh, yeah, like, I was, oh, it was good. I was like, ooh, orangey. With all that being said, we can definitely just get started with uh, the with this darkness. I will point out this was all bow. Yeah, this was my fault. I don't know why I did this. Why I, I do this? I even I don't know. I gave you the subtle like back out too. Like we were literally in the liquor store trying to come up with ideas. We came up with a ton of them, and you kept going back to it. <laughs> I'd be like, I think we can come up with a couple more, and we would. And then you'd be like, I was like, all right, let's pick out the ones we liked best. And you were like, Clockwork Orange, and I was like, all right, they man. Can. I don't know. It is perfect. <laughs> I'm not denying that. I'm sure many of I don't our know fans. Why, I, while I was watching this, I was like, why the fuck did I do this? Okay, this is one of those weird ones to say. It's a good movie, but I don't mean that in the way of, like, this is high-quality entertainment. I prefer to say it's a brilliant movie. Okay, yeah, I, That I doesn't mean that. it's good. It means it's brilliant. It has a good message. It has a lot it of... And all the camera heady work. Thinking. And it's got thinking. a lot of, like, high thought to it and shit. It's yeah. one of those movies. Now, that being said, there's but a you're lot not of graphic. Sit, yeah, you're not going to sit there and be like, oh, man, munching your popcorn. Yeah, there's a lot of graphic nature of shit going yeah. on. It's it's a movie I would suggest many people watch once. Yeah, you, it's one of those. It's one of the if you're a movie buff, you, you should watch. You it. should watch it for the historical place it has in film, like most of Kubrick's work. Unfortunately, yeah. Even beyond that, I would say it's another thing. It's good to watch to get a good idea of like uh, just how wild the seventies were. In oh cinema. yeah, this is like it's avant garde indie type filmmaking, right? Yeah. But on top of that, even by today's standards, you wouldn't see like independent people still have like standards yeah. that they try like, not to break. There's shit they, they you want can't people do. to watch it will not do stuff that they did in this movie now in the 70s though they just dude you know they were they were like let's push the limit see what and we then can they get away found with. what the new limit was and it was people watching these ones and saying yeah the new limit's about five feet back that way <laughs> right it's like you need to go back step it back a little uh, we let you guys have free reign and maybe we shouldn't have uh now we learn and the lesson is this one went too far yeah i agree with that. that's a good summation of it there are a lot of movies in the 70s that are very much like this like yeah. they, they just Suspiria. Uh, That's a really fucked up one. The Deliverance is in the 70s, right? Yeah. That one definitely pushes some boundaries. That one pushes some boundaries. Uh, you know, what I mean, like there were some oh, things in shit. the '70s where they just really last cr- house on the left. Yeah, then you know they just both the topics and the visuals sometimes like, cross like, some you know, lines that the camera could have cut at certain points, but it doesn't. You know, like we, you could have just left some stuff to the imagination, but they're like, no, we're going to show it. We're going to uh, show you all of it. Now that being said. Uh, while doing our cursory little bit of research that I've done for this one, I did learn that apparently both me and you have 100% never even seen the actual original cut. Not that it's very different, mm. but there are slight differences, such as during the forced sex scene. That's maybe the way we're going to go with saying this so that way we don't offend any of the the people listening. Yeah. And we don't mean you listeners. We mean overlords, overlords from, from YouTube, YouTube and podcasting platforms. But during that scene, 
uh, it was more intense. Oh, shit. This is the trim back version we saw? Yes, because Fuck. in the original, there was more below the waist, and there was more of the individual, each one of the gang members, the droogies. No. Instead of just seeing... Yeah, I'm glad we cut that back. Yeah, so again, we've never seen the actual cut. Well, thank fuck. I'm not going to go look for it. No, me neither. It's not uh, like a it's like a not like a new hidden version of Blade Runner or something. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and I think there's one other small change somewhere. But again, like we're not talking like huge. This is fuck. the we watched the reeled back version. <laughs> Thank God. And I would I guess I guess I would say it still assaults a lot of sensibilities. The first 30 minutes are really hard to watch. But once you get past that 30 minutes, it gets better because bad shit starts to happen to him. And you're like, oh, good. But even, fuck him. But, but then you start to get into that part where you start to battle with, should is it I, OK? Should I be feeling do bad I feel, for him at this point? At, or at what point do I start to feel? At right. what point is it across too far? Again, that high thought. Yeah, yeah. That, there, there's shit. There's things to dissect while we're talking about it, but for for large parts, we definitely understand this movie is definitely not necessarily just like straight. It's it it's not that it's a lazy Sunday. Let's put back something entertaining. <laughs> no, this type is of the one you pull out to show your buddies to make them go, "What the fuck?" And if you want to have like some really again heady conversation, oh yeah, you play it to your your intellectual group. Oh yeah, when you're. Buddy in film school who came over. For, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, man, let's watch this yeah. and talk about it. That's, you know, that's kind of what this movie is really good. Those those situations. I think that's how this movie just kept going is Whoa, because I of stuff so. like that. The shock value well, and the, the intellectual people really breaking it down. Well, again, we've already addressed, uh, you guys normally know, I'll, I'll tell you who's in the movie and I'll tell you, you know, like the director, if it's something that means anything to us or the you as the public yeah. at large. Uh, this time we've already mentioned it's Stanley Kubrick, who is famous for some good movies. People know they put him on a higher pedestal than I think he. Yeah, he's to. not. He makes I like some to decent say, ones. I like to say he does half good movies. He'll do half of a good movie, and then he doesn't know what to do with the rest of it, so he just kind of fills it in. Well, and sometimes it's the beginning, and sometimes, sometimes it's, the end, it's never or the middle. Even. Yeah, it's uh, nothing against. He him. He goes in with a really good idea, but uh, then now, the genius of him, like actually filming stuff, takes over, and you kind of. Don't pay attention to the lack of... Yeah. To mention a few of his movies, just so we can get those out there. We've got this. We've got The Shining. Yeah. Uh, which, again, Stephen King even had some issues because he wanted it to be like... His, it was his vision. And Stephen King's like, no, no, no. I, I this, wrote a you book. see this thing? You ever see this book? See the book that I wrote? This, this is my vision. My intellectual property. Uh, Follow the book. I'm letting you do this. <laughs> right? Like... I asked for you to do this. Uh, so he did The Shining. Then 2001, A Space Odyssey. Yeah. That's a Kubrick. That's probably the main, most famous one, I think. Yeah. That uh, and uh, Full the, Metal Jacket. Yeah, Full Metal Jacket, which again is for... And that one's more Arlie Ermey than him, really. Well, and that movie is one of those things... The beginning is great. Yeah. I love the... Basic training the weird, part. The weird moral they're trying to tell about the military then. I feel like it gets lost once we actually see warfare. Because I'm like, yeah. what are we trying to learn now? Oh, it just turns into your standard anti-Vietnam movie after so they the, go to basic training. It's like, oh, I have a peace sign. I don't right. want to be here. Oh, no. One of the bad guys is a woman. But what, the, what are we doing But here? the beginning was way more intellectual. Yeah, it was. Like, it was the beginning way more was thoughtful. more thought-provoking. Because it was like, look at what we're doing to these people. And it's not even... 
even right. War it's yet. not like, even war yet. Is this okay? Should we desensitize people like this? As soon as it's done, we don't barely talk about it again. Right in the after the after they go to basic training, the most famous scene is the sucky sucky five dollar five dollar soldier yeah. boy. That's the most famous scene after they get out of basic training. I agree. It's one of those movies where I I was so enthralled when I watched it the first time in the beginning, but then it goes to war, and I honestly I, right now sitting here today having not watched it and I don't know how long could probably barely tell you a lot of the things that I happened. I watched war. it like last year. I still couldn't tell you half of what like. But I could tell you almost scene for scene, scene what for happened scene in, in the basic training. I'm, I'm I tell people I'm like you can just stop. You can just turn it off after after they shoot Arlie Army and shit. Just turn it off. We don't need it. Movie's over. Done. That was it. That's Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, he does half good movies. He doesn't know how to do a whole good movie. <laughs> the only other person that I can say of of importance to mention again this is coming from us as an American audience this is not trying to downplay any of the other actors in the movie because I'm sure they might have prestigious careers in yeah, England in but they were they just weren't in the kind of things that made it over, over here. here so I don't know them they could be a, a prolific British uh, movie actors or British TV shows but unless unlike, they were on Doctor Who right like know. unlike most things here do make it there most things there do don't not make come it over here. here so it's one of those like I'm not trying to downplay any of these people by oh, yeah. not mentioning them it's only been like like the past 10 years where we could really get British TV shows and right. stuff. And so, again, I'm not trying to downplay. So if, if if you are one of our British listeners and you want to tell us how important some of these people might be and what they are in, tell us. Yeah, tell us if they're in, if there's anybody in other stuff. I love. Or if they have movies. connections back to things that we've done, like yeah. weird connections. Because you guys know that we love when we have a weird connection yeah. back to something we've let's already done. Let's hear it done. for those people. Right? So, <laughs> let's hear it for those people. So, if you know any of those people that are in this movie, tell us. Because the only people, the only person that's uh, important to most American audience people is going to be Malcolm McDowell. Yep. We I, I looked I cursory looked over this and I did not recognize any names Anybody. immediately. So I didn't do a whole lot of further digging. No. Malcolm McDowell, on the other hand, is somebody we all know. He was in Star Trek. He's in lots of things. <laughs> Most importantly to me, Tank Girl. Yeah, Tank Girl. He's the bad guy in Tank Girl. Um, I love that movie. I love him in that movie. And uh, most importantly, that is the version of Malcolm McDowell most people recognize. Not not from the movie, but the way he looked at the time that movie was made. Like, that's when he was rocking the white, slightly spiky, spiky hair look hair. that he had. Because he did that for a while. Oh, yeah, it was a long time. He was, it was a big chunk of the 90s. He even looked that way in Star Trek. He had this spiky hair but they put the shit on his face like yeah. they like to do but so you know like uh it's, that's one of those reasons why i like to point that one out because it's uh, if people see him or a, a if they go to look it up and a, see just a picture of him from that movie that will help them know if they know him or not because that's what he looked most likely looked like in anything else yeah, they saw him in he was also like 10 15 years younger came out in 1971 yeah so he was like he was pretty young. 20. I'm not sure. But yeah, it was, and it's definitely one of his earlier ones. Oh, yeah. Again, it's 100% the first thing in American America audience that we saw, ever him, saw in. him in. But beyond that, there's not much to say about, like, you know, who's in it and any of the background, uh, other stuff. We've covered Kubrick. Uh, this is definitely in line with some of the other things. He's He was a very, again, this is at a time before you would really throw the concept of, like, independent. Because he definitely got backing from something somebody yeah. Warner uh, Brothers gave him money to do or, this or someone even if not them before he pitched it to them someone did yeah, you know somebody what I mean? like did. um it was a different scene in the movie industry in the 70s than it is now you know like now independent means a completely different thing now yeah. almost anybody can shoot an independent movie yeah, you and you still have literally now. no budget back then independent still meant you had some kind of money it was still done on a budget more than what an independent movie today would be made on so you know like it's different 100 grand or less but, probably one but, of those yeah but even then uh 
like like we had said, it's just totally crazy. Like the things that they got away with as that type of director in the seventies. And this is definitely one of those. He got away with some crazy stuff. So because he was Kubrick. <laughs> and so instead of, we'll stop uh, painting this in broad strokes and just get into the movie now, I guess. Yeah. There's nothing left to really do anymore. <laughs> We've covered a we, lot of stuff. We can't put it off anymore, man. <laughs> we just have to get to it. I know, I know. We just got to get through the first 30 minutes. It's going to be okay. Um, so we'll start where I always start. With the music. the music, man, this, this was some, intense. This is some creepy the synthesizer. synthesizer music. It definitely it makes you feel like you're gonna panic, for, like foreboding. Right? right? I didn't even realize just how creepy it was. As many fans know, if you've listened to enough episodes, uh, my son likes to randomly come in to be part of an episode. Mine and Bo's deal with him has been as long yeah. as he wants to watch the movie. He can say something. I told him he could not watch this <laughs> Of one. course. But it was after I had already started watching it, right? And uh, so he had heard music from the other room, just heard the music. And so after I told him he could not watch this one, he just goes, oh, because it's scary. And I said, it's not scary. And before I could finish like trying to be like, you know, that it's not scary, but it is intense you yeah. know, like trying to explain it Horrifying. to a six-year-old yeah, trying to explain it to <laughs> trying a six-year-old. to explain the nuance between different kinds of horror he, he immediately stopped me and he goes oh i just thought it was scary i heard that music it scared me and the i was truth, just like the truth from a five-year-old I was I, like no i heard the music fuck this i was like geez bud you're right though <laughs> yeah you're right i was like that music definitely scared me go pl- go play your mario yeah i was like but that's why we're not yeah you can't do this one <laughs> i told him i said but i'm pretty sure next week we're doing something fun again yeah you could if probably you watch that one and talk about it you can i said but this is just not the week Mm -mm. not you're at least 16 (laughs) something definitely way old uh my wife's mom had her watch this as like because it's her favorite movie as weird of a thing as that is weird she told me that and i was like whoa Uh, wow what a one to pick i uh, guess and she she told me that yeah her mom made her watch it as like a teenager, like well, they went to the video store to rent it, so that way she could make her watch this movie. Wow, I got the basement treatment. You go over to a party with your buddies playing D and D, right? Yeah, and, and, and then somebody pulls it out, and they're like, "You guys were seeing this shit for my like, friends." No. For my friends, it was an attic because they, but <laughs> you know, it's same yeah, deal, same, same deal, deal but different just up, yeah, different sea level. Different. <laughs> you all were having a harder time breathing that high elevation, man. But yeah, that I I agree with that. Like it was definitely one of those. Like it was at my friend's house. I couldn't tell you who brought it over. Right. Someone brought it over and they were like let's watch let's this watch this it's fucked up and we're like okay let's go and that's how and it then went. we were all just like one guy left he, he just he got up and was like i can't with this and he got up and went upstairs all right we're getting off top of it yeah but i mean we, yeah no i mean it's worth building saying. it up yeah we're, uh so again this this music was intense for yeah, sure it was. this movie unlike most movies you know the 70s is a time when you saw the opening credits right like mm-hmm. uh, like lots of them like it like you know not just the normal like one or two yeah, but like everybody. literally all of the credits that we now put at the end they would run at the beginning this is one of the first movies oh where they ever do that, that where Just they did it backwards boom and it became one of kubrick's calling cards so ah. kubrick despite everything we have to say about him all is right. the reason why we don't have to deal with credits in the beginning of a movie now Point Kubrick. All right. All right. I, that's, I, that's the reason why I wanted to finish bringing that I up don't real hate quick. the guy. I, just, I, don't, I don't think he's I know. Good. I agree. I agree. Right. I'm trying to defend our mutual <laughs> disrespect by bringing up some good points yeah. he's done, too. We're not going to completely shit on yeah, him. Yeah. He has done some great things. He's done some questionable things. There we go. Questionable and, things. And throwback to us. <laughs> questionable things. As we've already said, this movie do, does just go straight into it. There's no, I mean, literally, we see a couple color screens, yeah, right? It's like orange, nice and plain. blue, red. I don't right. even remember what colors. Or we get a couple of just solid color screens, then sh- 
straight into Malcolm McDowell's face. Right. Rig big close up. He's got the it, well, it's from the it's the shot. It's the shot you all yeah, know. The, you, one you know where he's got the hat, he's the got the fake hat, eyelashes, uh, the darkness over the one eye, right. just enough shadow where you can't see the color, color of the of eye. Right. But you can see you can clearly see the color in the eye that's got the the what I had always because I've it's I been he had forever. Two different colored well, eyes. It's not even that. What I was gonna say is that the thing, right? The we know it's an eyelash now. Yeah. They in the movie they he takes, <laughs> he it, takes it off and sticks it to I'm his I'm not gonna lie. I, I it's been so long since I've watched it. I've only, like I said, you shouldn't watch as a whole. Like, <laughs> I don't watch this. So once I've probably a week, only no. seen it like three times my whole life. I literally had forgotten. I did think it was makeup, and so later in the movie when he peeled it off, I was like, Oh, oh shit. shit! But so yes, this thing on his face. In case you haven't watched the movie, but you do know the the, the look. iconic look. It is not makeup. Go buy yourself some shitty fake some eyelashes. Shitty fake eyelashes. Rip kinda, out every third, third eyelash or something, right? So and it's then, all spaced. And then wrap it around your eye. There That's you what he did. All you need to do. And then and get a nice bowler hat. But so back to where we were. Zooming the out first, of the yeah, face. Zooming out of the face with the creepy synthesizer music. As we zoom out of his face, we see he is one of four. He is a group of his lackeys. As he calls them. His droogs. His droogs. Droogies. The, so the way they talk in this movie. Well, uh, so I I want to point that out before we go any further. I meant to say it before. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, this is based on a book uh, by Anthony. Not know that. Yeah, by Anthony Burgess. He is a British author who wrote a lot of weird dystopian futuristic things. Shit. In all of them, he created his own. Slang like cockney that slang that they do. Nice. And so this is just one of many examples of his weird slang that he. It's not even supposed to be cockney. It's literally just supposed to. If you, I didn't take a lot of notes over too many of them, but sometimes I did. I would just put the evolution where you can see how he, what he was trying to say, like how it evolved to that kind of thinking. So if, as yeah. we get to him, if I if I've got the note, I'll make sure to bring it up since you like the slang. But yeah, it's not necessarily supposed to be cockney. It's definitely just supposed to be like he was just trying to say that's the. The evolution of English as a whole. As a whole, yeah, yeah. Like these are just new That's slang just the way everywhere. Everybody yeah, talks yeah, that yeah. way. The only reason, so like a mix of Shakespearean and well, the main reason British we don't Cockney slang. Well, the main again, don't focus on the. It's, he's just he's trying to be a futurist, so he's just trying to again. He's not thinking the past. He's just trying to say this is just the way the stuff. This is the way. Future would evolve is what he's going at. He yep. doesn't care about where it came from. Uh, that's why some of the, again, I'd have to look at my notes and I don't want to do that right now. <laughs> we'll get to them when we get to them. Uh, but some of them are literally just, again, they're examples of things that have no connection to like any kind of past, anything. It's just him trying to make a wild tangent guess about where the future is going go. and why that would change into that. That's cool. So uh, again, he was a total futurist. Like he wrote the, he wrote that way. Like he re- he wrote in a way where he was trying to put himself in trying like to just logically like where would where it are we going? Be? Not like not total crazy sci-fi. Like, not what total, if this happened? And then we what's the evolution we go to? Years. And so again, that's why we that's cool. That's why as we already this. well, that's why we've already mentioned like this movie has that. The movie has this as much as we say it's a horrible and it is. <laughs> there is a very heady thought. That is going yeah. on behind it. The thought of what is, uh, you know, should should you be okay with this government who is totally trying to take control of everything? Yeah, just remove the option of uh, them doing you crime. Not. And so again, like he was trying to put himself in the in, in the role of this is a thing that could happen. Yeah. What should we be okay should with it? Should we not be okay, okay with it? With it? Yeah. I can't think of what it's called, but I swear he has one that is an entire story about like a weird game show set in this kind of t- weird totalitarian future 
You think that's where they got Running Man from? I I don't think so. I, I, Running Man is based on something very specific. Oh, there's another yeah. book? Okay. Uh, I don't think it's one of his. But I could be wrong. Oh, nah, man. Either way, we need to do Running Man one day. Since you were already bringing up some of the slang, we wanted to make sure yeah. we went and Because uh, it starts that. immediately. Oh, no. He starts... <laughs> He says the most. And the reason why we don't see uh, a lot of other people mention it is because we don't see a lot of other people that are supposed to be their age. Yeah, they're all older. Right. Very much we like see, well, youth versus... Well, and again, like, despite what most of this gang look like, they are supposed to be young teenagers. <laughs> yeah, even though they look like they're in their 20s. Yeah, well, they, they, like the school. actors were definitely in their 20s. But again, you, could you imagine, even <laughs> in the 70s, trying to get actual 16-year-olds on a set doing the things that they were doing? Fuck no. So, they they <laughs> had makes, to work... Makes yeah, sense. They had to work with what they had. Right. Uh, and what they had was some 20-year-olds... And they were like, these guys are younger yep, than what they were. You guys like. are juniors in high school. Mm-hmm. We'll just go with it. And again, what it makes it hard, there are several gangs. Droog is definitely a slang word for gang slash gang member. Yeah. Right? My underlings. But it's not specifically their gang. No, because he calls the... The other people. The other did. gangs. Well, I only point that out for him and his droogs. Anybody who's joining us and hasn't seen it before, I want to make sure they know that. Because if they go to watch it after this, when you watch the first two minutes, you might think that droog is what... Because he goes, yeah, my droogs. My droogs. You might what think, they call it themselves. Yeah, so you might think that he was saying, like, that's their gang. It is not. No. It is certainly just a generalized word for thug. Thug. My right? boys. Right. Well, no, not even that. Because, again, the other people yeah, yeah, are his, droogs. His droogs. Me. So, yeah, so again, yeah, it's lackeys or gang member. Well, yeah. he, but he is head droog. Yeah, head droog. Right, he says he it. He does that. He does say I'm So again, head it droog. definitely means gang, gang member, member or, or thug. Yeah. Or, you know, like it, it can't mean lackey because lackey would, he he wouldn't be head lackey. Head lackey would be Georgie boy. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's definitely the, 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 the hierarchy of the group. And so there are four of them. I can definitely tell you three of the, it's Alex, it's uh, Dim, and Georgie boy. I don't. And Pete. Is it? Okay. It's Pete, the, the one that never says anything. His name That's why Pete. I couldn't think of his name. Right? I was like, what? do they barely even he, say anything to him most of the in time? In this first line of dialogue. Is the only time? Is the only time they say his I name. I believe that. Because again, like <laughs> I, later on, I was like, I, I, was, I was like, I don't want to look back. I can't think of the fuck what this right. guy's name is. I kept watching and watching and the watching. the most unimportant person Waiting the for them to say it again. After a certain point, as we said, after about 30 minutes into the movie, once we stop with the craziness... We never see him again. No. We see the other people. The other guys come back, but not him. Wasn't important. He left to live a normal life. Even, even Kubrick was just like, he only gets named once. He's not important. Fuck him. But so as uh, as we see them uh, in this, back in this weird milk, bar. Milk bar. Milk bar. They tell us. They has the special milk that'll get you good and ready for a bits of ultraviolence. Well, because well, it's all drugs. They yeah, tell it's, it's milk. It's milk plus. They, they specifically named, say yeah, it. milk plus. And, they and you can get it in a bunch of varieties. Super. Each one is a different up. type of drug. Yeah, they're all fucked up in the statues and shit in this place. Well, they're so wicked looking and we don't find out until the second time we see that this. <laughs> Statues serve the, the purpose the to be the dispenser. All like Almost fell out of my chair laughing. That's a part you can laugh at when he gets the milk out of the statue. But yeah, so the we see that the droogs are there. This this group of droogs. This group Again, of I wish droogs. they had given them An a actual clear name. label. For right? the, you're going to do a gang movie, you got to do it like the Warriors. Every gang has a name. But we don't. 
Mm-hmm. And we just so he, he Alex, Alex Ryle, and his he, he rolls up his group uh, and they leave. They're ready for some ultra violence. Oh yeah, that's what I love about. that the movie doesn't even refer to it as violence. violence. It's, it's ultra, ultra violence. violence. They get drugged up and they're out for some ultra, ultra violence. violence. First person they roll into on their their stroll for some ultra violence. Just an old dude, old drunk man, just singing Homeless. a fucking old Irish drinking song. A ditty, yeah. Right. Just, I mean, He's got his whiskey a, next to trying him, trying to trying to make himself feel, feel better. better about the bad times, right? The horrible fate of the world, which again, from all we can see in the couple of minutes we've been here, is definitely a horrible yeah, fate of a, the world. Not a good world to be in. And Alex specifically tells us he hates old people, right? Yeah. And it, he hates them. Bear with us because this scene was full of some gobbledygook slang. Yeah, and so trying to, to to really like dissect what he was saying was a little difficult in yeah. this scene. But he basically says, and that's why I want to make sure this is what you took away too. He says he hates old people because old people remind him of the times before the times they are in. Like he's like, I love living now. Yeah. I don't like these people because they remember the before and they just want to live in the before times. Right. I only bring this up to you, so you agree. That's what he said. Yeah, I think that's what he said. But, right. Because <laughs> they're says always, that they're stuck. He, and he says that, and he beats up the old man, and then in twenty minutes we find out he loves fucking Beethoven. Right. So what so century are you stuck, stuck in, in the, asshole? Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page about this speech because. Because it makes the later scene really fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad we're on the yeah. same page here. But yeah, so he beats other shit. They beat out the of this fuck old out of that old guy. Uh, I will make a point now. They never kill any person. They did not kill the old guy. They just beat the until the part. one that actually gets him in prison. Yeah. I only make that point because it's like an escalation. Again, you would not know that until 40 minutes into the movie if we didn't tell you because what you see on screen definitely makes you think these people are being beat to death. They are not. No, they're they all live they're really I, close. I did. I thought I thought like yeah, you know, like they killed the old again. man. They 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 kill the dudes in the next part. Yeah. Just, I, I thought they were killing everybody. But they are not. No, we find out later they he clearly. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We're not, we're getting way too ahead of ourselves. Okay. We want to be, we want to jump past it. That's what it is. But we, we won't. That's why we keep darting around. Darting around. That's why we keep like, because it's the next scene. (laughs) It gets really bad. Okay. So we got to just do this. Let's rip it off like a band aid. -aid. Let's go. After dispatching the old man, we see they're on their way. This moment, though, well, I don't know. This one's not super bad. It's not super bad. It's because this one actually. Yeah, she she does. She runs away. She gets away. This one's not that bad because there is a good outcome. They're actually unintentionally heroic. Unintentionally. Unintentionally heroic. Unintentionally heroic here. Um, The next one's the one that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we both, we both. Both were thinking a little ahead, a little ahead. just differently. Yeah, so this one's not so bad. Yeah, there is, though, about to be a forced sexual moment uh, happening on screen Between by the other, the other gang, the Billy other Boy gang. and his Billy boys. Boy. <laughs> Billy Coat, Billy Boy, whatever. There was a line where Billy he just Billy Coat, kept... Billy Boy and his lovely droogs. It was so crazy. Come down here and have a kick in the yarbles, if any yarbles you have, you eunuch jellies. Well, so again... Yarbles is one of the slang. Yarbles is marbles. Yeah, your balls. His balls. That's that one is one of the few that is definitely supposed to be like a Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah, which is still messed up because Cockney rhyming slang is usually with real words. 
Yeah. This is like Cockney rhyming slang where they're just like, we're going to make up a new word that sounds, sounds like kind of like it. And that's what it means now. And that thing was already a thing that was a weird reference. You know, because again, marbles is a weird reference to balls because yeah. they're both round. And so then they were like, all right, this is already a slang thing that you might not get. And then we're going to change, change it into further. a weird word, yarbles. So you don't know we're saying marbles, right? Um, <laughs> that way they won't figure it out. They, they call out the gang while they're about to. The girl runs away. She runs away, thankfully. Thank God. But this scene, I would this say, this was awesome. It's ultra choreographed. Like, it was I mean, really cool. If though. you know, if you know what dance fighting looks like, you can definitely, you can definitely tell. Definitely this is, now that being said, though, it is intense, <laughs> and it definitely gives real credence to the fact that they refer to it as ultra, ultra violence because this was ultra. Like again, they were going through tables. They're smashing straight pictures, through, throwing through each other through windows and shit, hitting each other with, with those steel pipe, pipe things, chain. Uh, it was he smashed intense. that one guy who wouldn't do went to go dive through the air and he just gets smashed with the portrait halfway through and just takes that bump boom and they throw a dude off the balcony straight to the table i did like this fight scene yeah it was again it, it was, was really good, good. It, intense choreography i can't even imagine how many times they probably shot some of them right oh fuck Hundred, uh, knowing kubrick hundreds of times i will point out though this is another one of those points where we see the slang a slang word come out and it's one of those slang things that gets it said a lot throughout the movie and every time i hear it, i'm like i think this is just to point out how childlike this weird new young generation of kids are yeah these gang these gangs specifically members. when they refer to sex did you notice the, the old in and out right all the shit in this movie and you you can't say sex no again it, 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 that's what i was getting at this is just one of those this is him trying to evolve the right. language this is i couldn't tell you the mind frame he got into where he thought this is what it would be and it also separates them from the violent part of what their sex usually is mm -hmm. i don't know for sure this guy wrote this a long time ago and i can't ask him He's directly probably dead oh he definitely is i can't ask him directly so i don't know for sure but i would assume that that's the kind of thing we're supposed to take from this weird childlike sounds good to me yeah from them because it is such a heinous act right because he uses it this first time we see it it's specifically yeah, to describe to what the dudes are the doing on stage sexual act we're about to see later on we hear he uses it to describe every kind of sexual yeah, act even when it's says. consensual and then the cops show up right and then what happens and then they run yeah. off and they're in that really really tiny po -po car time that's what my <laughs> notes say because the police you hear the siren this is what i can't get over right we get lots of weird slang in this movie lots of it there's no weird slang for police officers no, just he doesn't police. even use like current uh, 70s slang Cops. for police well no in Coppers. the 70s yeah you gotta think britain yeah we're still in, we're in britain right now so it would have, have been uh whatever they would have been using but again i know there was slang for them so there's no reason We'd have to but they don't up. they just say police yeah the police Let's i was go. like i felt that was weird because of all things the gang yeah, would have really? slang for it would be, it be police. the police. That is weird. I didn't pick up on that one either. Yeah, then they run and they escape. Where did this car come from? I don't from? know, but it's so, it is so, so tiny it's and so low tiny. to the ground. It's uber sleek. It looks fancy. The Durango it look, 95. It looks like a sport. Yeah, that's what he yeah. says. It looks like a sports car. Did they steal this? I, they had to. Is it, but he says they ditched it after. I know, I know. I don't know. And I ah, fuck, I don't know if it's his. So many questions. What a fucking car to get, man! And my main point was just that Alex is a rich kid. Uh, they don't let you know, right? Right now, you Spoiled think the, rich yeah, kid. Right now, you think that these are all just like homeless, homeless little kids, kids right? and this is what they do all the time. We'll see in just a little bit. Alex has a home life. It's nice. It's a very normal yeah. life, home life. Mom and dad, have, yeah. they work and shit. Uh, but before we can get to that, 
while they're in the car, I want to point out they damn near lost one of them. Yeah, I know. When he's they go like, under that he's semi, like hanging out of the fucking back, dude. Well, his head's like this, and they go under that semi, dude. That semi, I mean, missed it by that much, right? Like, <laughs> definitely, they run like six cars off the right? road. That poor, that poor bug, man. It like went up, oh, flipped it, over, yeah, and it was shit. Rough. As this is going on, we, we again, Dim being the one, Dim's the one that almost flies right? out. He then starts just screaming, You, you bastards! bastards. You, you horny bastards! Bastard. <laughs> what? Okay. It was so wild. I was like, I don't even understand what's going on right now. either. We hear the inner monologue of Alex tell us, one of the things they love to do when they're in this ultra-violence mode is what they call... The old surprise visit. Yep. Good old-fashioned home invasion. Right? Like, it's just a good old B&E. Right? Just a good old-fashioned B&E. Kick the door in. Take what you want. A surprise visit. I love that that's right, how you That's his it. word for it. So this is the scene, though. This is the one. This is the one where definitely... Oh, this is the one. This is a scene where a lot of people tap out and say, fuck this. I'm not yeah, watching well, this it's anymore. Rough. It's rough. And so we're not going to get into any kind of graphic detail. We will just say he shows up. There they, is a B&E. He tricks them, though. Yeah, he does the old, help, help. There's been an accident. My, My friend's... Buddy's Bleeding to I death in the street. It is the husband's fault. Yeah, he's the one the said wife, let her in. The wife has the chain lock still going. She's not... Again, I know we see later that they would have broken had they not been anyway. in the door. I understand this was going to happen. But I'm saying the husband is very complicit in what happened to him and his wife. Yep. Because the wife clearly didn't want to let them no, in. She even, he could, and he pretended like he couldn't hear. But right. we could tell he could hear every Every word. bit of it. Because he's like, well, it sounds like you better let them in. Fucking Stupid. idiot. But so then we see them come in. They're wearing these crazy masks. Cyrano de Bergerac, right? Like they're right all with the huge the, nose. Yeah. But so they're all wearing in these weird masks, crazy masks. Uh, and they they proceed to beat the living fuck out of the guy hold him down and again uh our choice word here is forced sexual encounter with Whilst the woman singing singing in the rain happily happily cheerfully like, not even, like demented even, even. like even he literally if you could clo- if you could not look at what was going on in the screen right? you wouldn't think anything demented was happening nope. because he sings it so jovially yeah he's actually not bad either which just makes it even more fucked up it makes it very <laughs> fucked up and and that's all we're gonna say yeah that's it uh, just, just know that when the scene ends the husband is definitely in bad shape we don't know anything about the woman because we don't see her after our, what happens after the beginning of said event we're done yep we're done back to the milk bar back to the milk bar where again this is the time where you get to see <laughs> where he's where, where he gets coming, the milk wh- out where of the, it's titty. A fountain. the again these statues are all, all over, over the place, the place. so the does tables. that mean each one is a different those ones i get those ones are tables yeah. but i'm saying like the ones that are of the height where this one is to be the fountain, i guess so there are like 12 of them right that are sitting at that same height different potencies of milk in each statue well, again, i guess every milk when he gave you the list of drugs he wasn't saying that milk plus has that one i think he was saying milk plus comes in those varieties, varieties right yeah, so each statue you can could choose have a different one just just like you would want to choose are you on an upper are you on a downer are you you would choose the milk plus yeah that has that one you want they chose the one that night for ultra violence i'm gonna assume some kind of speed yeah that sounds right for some ultra violence some, yeah some pcp pcp yeah <laughs> 
I don't know what what the seventies equivalent of that would be, but yeah, that's either. that's what you'd be choosing, right? Like uh, you're that's, increasing the violent tendencies. Yeah, that's a, that's the one you would want. You wouldn't <laughs> feel anything that happened to you either. And, oh, and also we need to establish before we before we completely leave that rough scene that the house that they broke into was uber swank. Yeah, dude. Like they chose, they left dirty city filth. Yeah, life. drove out into the middle of the country to this nice, dope, futuristic house. Yeah, I liked her chair that she was sitting in. The, like the capsule chair thing yeah. with the lid. I was like, I was like, can can I get in it and close it and hide from people? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we establish how how because we don't see a lot of that yeah. in this movie. The only thing but is that like one the, was the sign out front just says home. Yeah, that well, and it, it's a point in the movie. He yeah. makes a point about that both when he sees it the first time right. and later when it comes back to us. He makes a point to be like, I didn't realize the irony of the home. home. But yeah, the. Bars where, like, the lady starts singing Beethoven, right? Yeah, and he finally tells us. But we've already seen one reference to it. The doorbell. Yeah, the doorbell. The ding, 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 ding. Was Beethoven. House. Which is funny because, again, it was Beethoven and we didn't hear. We should have heard. Alex's monologue should have then told us he liked yeah, Beethoven. Some... It shouldn't have waited till we hear the woman, this weird woman. They're movie New, execs? News people? Or something. something some from kind the... of execs yeah. or something. And, she and they're singing, singing. They're hanging out at this, what is usually obviously filled with only gangs right milk bar and they're all executives and she starts belting out some ludwig von and he is touched oh he loves it dim dim tells her to basically shut up says it's stupid says it's stupid he hits him real hard but rightfully so yeah alex well no no i mean dim (laughs) dim is just doing what alex has already said yeah you beat up the old man because he is singing a song that reminds you of a time that doesn't exist this is an old woman singing a song reminding people of a time that doesn't exist fuck alex that's true alex is the one acting out of character I was just getting on to Dim for being rude. Oh, no, I agree he was, and I agree you shouldn't interrupt that. I do enjoy Beethoven. I'm just saying, though, technically... You're a hypocrite. That's from, worse. From the in-universe right? aspect, Alex is the fucked He's a up fucking one hypocrite, man. Because he's the one picking on Dim for doing exactly what he had set forth as the example of what we do to people. It's all right. Dim ain't going to have it. Well, it's <laughs> not even Dim. Dim just is insulted, and Georgie Boy isn't going to have it for Dim. Right. right. That's really what we see. They almost, he almost, they almost have a fight. Something yeah, about... Dim, Ch- something about chains. Well, um, Dim, something. Well, I, I, again, this is a scene. To translate. Yeah, this is a scene with a lot of weird, weird slang. slang. So basically, what I got here is so after <clears throat> first we see, like we said, it's Dim insulting and then getting slapped by Alex because he said this stuff. Then Alex insults Dim when he when he's telling everybody why he did it. Yeah. He, he, again, it's I couldn't tell you what the insult was supposed to be, but he clearly insulted Dim. Dim was insulted like and started he would be. started to stand up for himself and said again something I couldn't tell you what it was supposed to mean, but he was definitely just standing up for himself. Something about like I'll fight you anytime or something like that. That's what I took from it. Well and then Alex immediately was like, Oh yeah? You, you you really want to do that? If you want to fucking do that, we I'll can do that. And then he throws you. out some word that's essentially supposed to mean, I think, let's do this specific type of fight, right? Like a fight for uh, maybe supremacy in the gang. Pistols at 12 yards. But essentially, that like that's yeah. when he throws this word out, that's the vibe you get from the circle. It's like, oh. They're all like, oh, shit. If we're going to. If, if we're going to. back down. Yeah. If we're going to call out that one. Yeah. He's like, I'm, but I'm Dim, a bit tired. Dim backs down. And I can definitely, again, I, I, I don't. 
I didn't write down the words he used because they were the weird, weird slang, slang. But I can definitely tell you the uh, what the, he meant. This time, he definitely just meant, oh, looks late. Let's go to bed and not talk about this. Yeah, let's 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 pretend sleep it off. This didn't happen, right? right? We'll sleep off this. Let's go. Pretend like I didn't say it. Everything's fine. Don't that kill me. Clearly, what he was right. saying. Right? Yeah, you can immediately you can back read down. that on his face. Then we see home life. Home life. He goes home. He goes home. The weirdness of the lobby to this building—they've drawn dicks in. like all well, over that it, thing. It was Roman to start with. Yeah. So I, I, I had get, like a Roman mural with dudes and, and technically, fighting, technically, the dicks that were added by graffiti make it more true. Right? It does. That's what There's we found about Rome is that Rome, Rome really was. They like really that. like to carve dicks into things. But the funniness here again is, like I said, that I think this is one of those subtle nods. This time from Kubrick, not the the author of the book, to be like, this is how childish these gangs are. Yeah. Right. They can't help themselves <laughs> but to go Dick. in and just put dicks all over everything. Yeah, because it's funny because we're still 12. Right. Like not any kind of real threatening damage. They were like, let's put dicks all over <laughs> it. Right. See, look. It's now, that being butt. said, again, this is a dystopian future. We don't get to see a lot of that because most of the sets are very closed in. Right. Yeah. But this lobby clearly has rubble in it. Yeah. In there's the like a. The background has things knocked over. This and elevator doesn't work. The door's like and, hanging and off. And it's of clearly it. supposed to be like n- normal. But this yeah. is some of the only. Th- I only point it out because this is some of the only time we see that part of that the dystopian. Yeah. Because once we get to the prison, it's government run. So it looks clean. And yeah. It's nice. all clean and shit. Uh, most of the places we see the gang go to are richer people's neighborhoods because they're doing their ultra violence there. Oh, there's the rundown auditorium where they have the fight. I know, yeah, that's but about that's it. That, that's about yeah, that it. Because and the milk bar still looks yeah, swank. It's all swank, even though we know it is supposed very, to be that weird, crazy art style Andy Warhol shit. But yeah, very few places do we actually see though that there's any kind of like well, weird post-apocalyptic dystopian just rundown. Again, we know it is because of the fact that these gangs are so prevalent it yeah. means that obviously the government here can't they, keep up with the they've got to come up with this whole new way to deal to with deal crime. with it right so we know it is that type of future but this is one of the few times like the, the i feel it. like the set really gives away yeah. that it's supposed to be that kind of future but then we just see him go upstairs into his room but it's a very normal house yeah his mom he walks out his mom's in the bathroom right other than the fact that her hair is uber purple, purple. i don't mean you know like normally when you say a purple haired old lady right, right you mean someone they've got a rinse right like it's like yeah vaguely a, a hint, touch of purple hint of purple though this shit is bright this lady purple. i've dyed my hair purple and, and i wish i like could have gotten right? this color purple this is this is synthetic plastic purple well and again, later way. we do see her she definitely has synthetic like these are wigs we, yeah but right now no there's idea. no way to know that and so you're just like damn <laughs> she's all right. wearing like a vinyl dress too it's getting weird. ready for work yeah. i don't we never find out what she does but this is a weird outfit for work. Flight attendant? I don't know. It does feel like that, though. Right? I definitely feel that vibe from it. New weird airport where it's like, no, we're super chill and hip. Oh, we skipped a little bit ahead. But that that's the next morning when we see her. We forgot. So we saw him undress... He threw his 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 the shit he stole from the people. His in, booty, his if booty. You will. <laughs> he threw his booty drawer. into the drawer. His other drawer, he his pulled out his snake. snake. 
his pet, his snake, his snake Basil, that he cuddles with to sleep. It's sleep so bizarre, dude. That's dangerous, man. What is that thing wrapped around your head? Leaving it in a drawer, right? The thing's for probably Lord knows how long. But so then he, he, yeah, he puts the the eyelash on the mirror. Like he we talked he about, takes yeah. off all of his like uh, his uniform, his drooginess. Yeah, and looks like a normal guy. Goes to yeah, bed, a normal guy. Bed. Wakes up to his mom, like we said in the other room, yelling to him how he's not gonna, been, not, he's gonna be he's late, late for, for school. school, and he needs to go today because he's not been, been all, all week. week. Again, hence why we were trying to say. These are like teenagers. Yeah, they're like teenagers. This is a mom worried about him not being at high school. And for England, I mean, that's super yeah, young. That's right? super young. England, yeah. that's like 17 because they graduate earlier, 16 yeah, even. Like, like they like graduate yeah. earlier than we do because the last two are optional if you're going to college. Yeah, otherwise you can just go to work. And so, Jesus. Right? He's so much younger than maybe we at all he's thought. Only, he's only 16. He's, he's running around doing all this bullshit. Which is crazy. And then we see breakfast with the mom and the dad. And the dad's literally like... When we first see it, before we, the conversation gets too far, I was even like, do they know? Right. Are they just okay with it? But then quickly we hear the dad be like, I don't even know what he I'd does I'd like to know what he night. does all night. Where he goes gallivanting he, around. He, he helps, helps people. He helps. Odds and ends and things. His mom is straight, completely nuts. oblivious. He helps people, she says. Uh, but then then they both fuck off to work, I guess. I and guess. he's left at home. And he, this is nuts. I love this. So again, we know he loves Beethoven. He's told us an inner monologue. And we're seeing another moment where he's just showing off how much he loves Beethoven. And he's going to get his tape so he can listen to some of it. I love this picture. of This was so, so early of an idea of them trying to, like, think about what the future could be, right? Like, right. Uh, that it was before any kind of digital music existed. So when they were thinking, like, what would the future be like for music? They were like, everything lights. just gets smaller. Everything no, gets smaller The tape, the cassette lights. tape is this, like this big, it's teeny tiny. And so their thought was, was not that we'd be able to make, uh, again, because what was digital to them? <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they didn't, I mean, they still didn't very it. much analog in And the so, 70s. like, they were just like, the only thing that could be better is if we can find a way to shrink the analog down. They had all it had all of one of Beethoven's uh, symphonies. symphonies on it. All of it. That thing was this big. I liked big. his stereo, the little the little slot where you put the disc in. It lit up with the, the light and shit. I was like, this is a dope fucking stereo. <laughs> and then while he's listening, though, it's the first time we get a glimpse of just how not right in the head Alex is. Because it's the flashes. From this moment on, we'll get random moments where we, as the viewer, get to see inside his head what he sees. Yeah. This is the first one, and it's some fucked up up shit blood drinking vampires and he's a, joyful about like a it. little girl getting hanged yeah. what the fuck was that i don't one? know from below right like, you see it for, it's clearly like a little he, girl again, he's very happy <laughs> yeah he's just sitting there like he ah. seems at peace like these are the things that make him happy while he's listening <laughs> to some beethoven. beethoven i think about the destruction of millions very bizarre right? uh, but again just to it, it's, put it uh, down in the first give us scene. that insight it's just to give us that insight into... There's some shit wrong with this boy. Yeah, the weirdness that is Alex. Uh, so yeah, after he listens to his music for a minute, uh, then all of a sudden he walks past... He's just in that room. room in his parents... I, I don't I even know if it's supposed to be his parents' room. Whose room is it? Because I don't where, know. Whose teeth were in the cup? Because we saw his parents leave. That's true. Grandpa. So if they had dentures... But we don't see one. That's true either. What I don't dentures? understand what this room is supposed to be at all. I don't either. But it is supposed to be in his house. We definitely yeah, know that. He's just going down the hallway to go piss or something because he's dude, still in his underwear yeah then dude's just sitting in there it's creepy as and fuck he's like i got the keys from your mom okay and then we just get weirder and, and weirder, weirder and weirder because he starts he's kind of hitting on him 
Then he pulls him to sit beside him. Then he pulls him to back, like recline on down. the laying on the bed. Then, then he sack taps him. Yeah, he's such I a don't bag tags him. Like not sexually. Just even though the pop. scene, even though the scene wants you to almost feel like it was sexually, but there was nothing sexual about that. That was painful. Yeah, he hit him hard. But it was basically just like if he wouldn't have thrown his hand, right? That like you can clearly see that Alex's hand is underneath of Mister Deltoids. But if he had not done that, he'd have hit him right in the dick. Because it seemed like it still hurt a lot anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, this scene was so random, so weird. And again, just to tell him that he is like a, par- a, a parole, parole officer, officer. Of, or something, something of the sort. Yeah. But again, he is not apparently like an active parole. Like, right? The insinuation between their conversation is that at one time, this guy yeah. was the one in charge of keeping him out of trouble. Now he just helps him by trying to, to keep, keep him, him out, out of trouble. trouble. So this guy is not even so active a parole officer or whatever other fucking job it was supposed to be. He just did this for this kid at one time, and which makes this whole scene even stranger. fucking Because he has him, no reason to be there. But he does say, I'm the only one trying to keep you out of trouble. And for what we see, despite the weird sexual nature of it, <laughs> he, does. he is the only one yeah. trying to keep this kid out of trouble. He is genuinely trying to say, I know you guys did some fucked up shit. Don't do that fucked up shit. Yeah. People talk, asshole. And I know it was and you. Your name and I know it was got your mentioned. Billy went to the hospital. Some of them said it was you guys. Right. But of course, Alex. Yeah, he smooth talks his way out it, of well, it. Well, not, not only that, but good. he's just he's he's just so full of himself that he's like, I'm not going to get caught. You yeah. know what I mean? He's just like, I'm going to lie to you. You don't know no better and no way is going to figure you're the it's shit all out. Great, I'm good. Gravy. Now is when we get the weird. Uh, Alex goes to hang out at, at the, the music shop, music store, bizarre, store, whatever. I don't know. This is a weird club. place. I don't know what it is. This is like one of the only times we see Alex in his own garb. Like yeah, uh, not we in skipped. The... We skipped over this earlier about what their their they, gang's outfit is. Looks so like it's long like long johns it's, with it's, a it's definitely, piece. It's long johns with what is like 1920s British uh, cup for some kind of sport, right? Mm. Soccer or something? Cricket. Some Something. But it's definitely like a, it's an old school old cup. Old school cup and a hat. Uh, but it, you're right, it does look like a cod piece. <laughs> and, and so it's a very weird outfit, but all four of them wear exactly this. Yeah, it's, it's what you think they of. They all when have you a different hat. Movie. You know, one all, has a top hat. We all think of the bowler because that's what Alex wears. Yeah. But they all wear something different. Yeah, one has a top hat. I think Dim has a just like a, almost like newspaper yeah. hat. I can't uh, think of the other guy, what he has. I can't. Fuck him, he doesn't get a hat. Nobody remembers his name. No, you, you don't get a hat. Pete, no hat for you. We just have to address that before addressing how weird this outfit is. Alex goes out when he's on his own time. This is back to addressing the fact that he comes from a rich household. Yeah. Because this outfit this is, is out flamboyant. This is a rich flamboyant kid. Yeah, it is. He's walking he's around. He's wearing this purple f- fucking purple petticoat tunic thing. Petticoat thing? I don't know. It's it got was, tails. It, it does. It? it had tails. It's such a right. it's such a weird outfit. But yeah, and apparently he's supposed to look slick. It's not even just that when you're like we look at it and think it looks weird as fuck. The people in universe are looking at it like, oh, that's God, pretty dude, dope, dude, man. You look badass. Um, but that's definitely not the that's not the vibe I got look from like it. Like fucking Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, he is able to successfully pick up two chicks. Oh yeah, at the same time. Well, and they were friends. He didn't really have to try. Yeah, I, don't I mean, think. but he like, just, so he was like, look, I'm taking you home. You're with her. Why don't you just come too? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Funny again, was that fucking it, what's easy. funny is we don't get to know what was said. We just know that he, he was successful yeah, because and, then as soon as we get him home it's all like four I, speed four times speed I love this shit it's like sped up William T- the overture of William Tell the dun, 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 and they're just rolling all over the place and one chick gets up puts her clothes on and he, and and he 
when he notices that that's what's going on, he like, stops no, 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 what no, he's no, doing no, with no, the one no, girl, takes her clothes off. They start rolling around, then the other girl gets fed up, and she starts putting her clothes on. He gets up and goes to her and says, no, 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 We're all staying here We're all having a good time. We have no idea how long this This was all consensual, so we can laugh about it. Yeah, this one's okay. This one's okay, guys. But yeah, we don't even know how long this went on. No, it was sped up. Because it was sped up to imply it was a long time. Long time. But so when it's finally over, he sends them on their way. He gets changed back into his gang. His gang uniform. His Drew. His Drewness. His King Drew outfit. Yeah. King Drew. <laughs> head Drew. Head Drew. That's the word. That's how he says it. He puts his outfit on. He starts to head. Again, he's putting his outfit on. He was on his way to the gang already. Yeah. But they're waiting for him in his basement. Oh, not basement. But they're in the, in the, the lobby, lobby. In the lobby. With the penis. With the penis wall. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just hanging out there waiting for him. Obviously, something's up. Oh, right? yeah. We get that vibe right away because Dim is. At first, Dim is way too happy. Well, he's happy and he's very sarcastic. Yeah. About every, every you can little t- thing. It, he's, you can tell he is trying to flaunt something in Alex's face. Yeah, and he's not stupid. Well, and what's, what's stu- again, what's stupid about the fact that Dim is doing that is it proves why his name is Dim. Dim. Because obviously this was supposed to be a setup. Georgie Boy had a very set plan, plan. for what was supposed to ha- Again, I'm jumping the gun a little bit for you guys. But yeah, this this whole thing was a setup plan. There was a coup. And Dim is half giving it away because right now they should be acting normal. Yeah. The point of the plan right now is supposed to be we need to get him to go where we want him. That way we can assort our authority over him. Over him. Dim take over. Dim starts to fuck it up already though. Because he's already laughing. And so Alex is already Alex already is getting violent. Yeah. He's like you still got a problem buddy? You you still (laughs) want to do this? Sits on him. Right yeah. He sits on his hands He's like I don't think this is what I don't think this is the road we need to go down. Right? He's like this is pretty stupid. You need to explain yourself. Alright but yeah so they're, they're that's right they're still in the middle of this while all this is going on with the the with Dim trying to <laughs> do whatever it is, uh, Alex, trying to be smug. <laughs> I don't know. Alex is, clearly shows that he is not okay with it. No. Nope. Uh, but while that's going on, Georgie Boy he gets spe- in his face. He speaks up. He's like, "It's going to be like, a no, new I think way." There, yeah. So that's the moment where we we clearly see that this is like a coup, yeah. a mutiny, a mutiny. Uh, his his underlings <laughs> are not happy with the situation. It's a revolt. And so then he. Th- throws out did you hear this instead of apologies he throws out apple poly logies. it's appy it was an apple oh. appy poly logies Happy polylogies. What the fuck? Because she was, can't just say apologies. Well, again, well, again it, it's a childlike nature, it right? Really it's, is. it's going back to that childlike nature of some of the slang they use. Like, that is a very, like, five year old thing. It to, really is, yeah. But he's, he just says, all right, well, I'm sorry. Let's, let's do what you guys want. Yep. Right? Let's, 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 you have an idea. Let's go let's do it. Let's hear your idea. Let's do it. I'm on board. Right. I, I understand I need to change. I've been a dick. I apologize. It's a fucking lie. It is. We see them marching down the street. Again, we get a clear look of all of them in their uniform. Right, they're walking. Including, including our 1920s style cup. cup. Yep. Now, I will point out, the only reason I'm bringing that up again is because this thing did nothing. <laughs> Didn't do shit. Because, as we said, it was a lie. Alex is not okay with everybody. Nope. And Alex clubs fucking Georgie boy right in, in the, the balls dick. with that fucking shillelagh. Just smack. And now, I want to point out, he is mad at Dim. And he does clearly show it because Dim, you know, spoke mm-hmm. up first. I feel like he is more insulted by the Georgie boy because I think the implication of the Georgie boy was the second in command. Yeah, he was his right hand. Right? And so, like, it's super that insulting for him to be turning right? on him. So, yeah, he, he immediately beats the shit out of Georgie boy 
tosses he, him into the water. He just backs out. Yeah, he's no, like, nope, I got he, nothing. He beats the <laughs> fuck out of him, throws him in the water, beats the fuck out of Dim, throws him in the water. Dim starts to come up. He's apologizing, trying to grab his Great. hand, like, pull me out of the oh, water. Come on, man. And so then we see behind his back, his cane is actually a dagger, and he nice. slices him across really the wrist. Really cool. And I want to say, the first moment when he gets cut, because it's not a super deep cut. It's deep no. enough it bleeds. I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not down. I wouldn't enjoy it. I'm not down oh, playing. No. But the reaction we get from Dim is like, was that a poison dagger? Right. Uh, was, uh, did he cut an artery and we didn't know? You know what I mean? Like, it was, he truly he overreacts about like, this, oh, this. no. It was insane. I and again, you'd think that'd be it. you think that's the end of the gang? Because like we said, the one guy ran off. He yep. beats the shit out of these two dudes. Nope. Nope. He's just immediately, his... immediately next scene, we're all at a bar. Not yep. the milk bar. No, this Different is an actual bar. They're drinking whiskey or something this time. Uh, but they're at the bar. Gotta keep and he's, he's just line. looking at his boys like, we're good. We're good now. We good. We all know our place. All this, all this shit's over. We know our places again, right? But being right, right, right. being the beneficent leader that he is. He knows when to show he them. He does know that Georgie does have an idea. Well, he knows when to show them uh, deference, yeah. right? That's what he says or something like that. So, uh, so again, the implication there is that he did just assault them, but he is also the one who paid for the drinks. Yeah. Right? Like he, um, They are a gang, so Georgie Boy and Dim were not wrong in all of this. The no. whole point, part of it was that they wanted better treatment for poor Dim because he got shit on yeah, a lot. Yeah, shit on all the time. But the other aspect of the mutiny was just, we're a gang and we don't do anything to make money, dude. Right? We Can just, we start robbing we just people? go around and beat people up. Can like, we do something that makes us some cash? Like, all of us aren't loaded like you, dude. Right? Like, that last house we were in had lots of nice shit in it. And, and you, this dude said he would have sold it for us. And you us were just and, like, violence only. And we're yeah. just trying to say, dude, like, sometimes we maybe can get something get else some out of it. coin out of this, bitch. But so then, uh, he does still out, you were right, he does still hear out Georgie Boy's idea, which was to go to a health spa. A health spa out in the country where there's the owner is just where everybody there's not gonna yeah for the weekend for, for the this weekend, weekend for this weekend uh we don't know why but we just know that for some reason she is going to be alone this weekend with at her, her health spa with her cats not part of the story just part of the visual that we as the viewer actually get while they're explaining this to us they just tell us that she's a crazy lady with cats but she's a crazy lady with cats that has an obsession with pornographic art art it's like naked bitches on the wall the fucking the giant dick, penis the giant dick rocker t-tall statue and statue. i know you guys think it's weird for us to bring that up but if you've not watched this there is a very, very important scene, scene with it coming up soon so there is a reason we're mentioning the rocking penis and the pornographic <laughs> right? wall art but she is definitely she is an eccentric lady for sure they get there they break in well, they try. They try the, they they try try to the do same the trick. accident which bit. Which really worries me because, again, we're in a weird dystopian future where there are lots of these gangs roaming around, right? They're trying this trick again, implying that this trick works. Yeah, like two days after you already did this? It seems like a... <laughs> it's a bad idea. Change yeah. up your tactic. But So they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they do the same thing and the lady picks up on it. She's like, that sounds, sounds like, like the thing that was in the newspaper this morning. I'm not going to let you in. You all can just fuck right on off and, and I'm going to go goes, call the cops. And she does. She goes to call the police. This is the moment it proves that the, the scene we talked about earlier would have happened either, either way. Yeah. 
would have happened either way. They would have broken because they do. They're yeah, like, they go and they find an open window and climb up in it. They send Alex in. He's wearing his weird big, big, big nose, nose mask. mask. He barges in on the woman while she's on the phone to police. I want to point out British people being too polite to each other caused way more problems <laughs> in this moment than it needed to. Because if she would have just got to the goddamn point with the officer so and the officer would have got to the goddamn point with her and they both right. weren't so polite to uh, each other, something might have happened. If she would have just been like, hey, there are weird guys. Get over here. And he'd be like, right, we're but they on had our this way. Whole but they had this whole banter. polite conversation with, oh, how are you? Yes, it, indeed, right. You and know. all I thought as an American was, man, this is British politeness and this is why it is not good. <laughs> yep. Don't be too polite. It can get you killed. <laughs> right. But so she hangs up after he comes in. He comes in. He's just like, holy shit. He, he sees, sees all the, the porn. Shit. He's like, you naughty bitch. Oh, my God. And he starts to come after her and she fights back. Yeah, she does. She, she, she gets her hand a couple it times. It was a bust of Ludwig von Beethoven yes. she picks up to go yes. smack his motherfucker with. Uh, she gets the upper hand a couple she times. She does. She hits him. She knocks him on the ground. But when it comes, when worse comes to worse, yeah, he, he starts messing with the penis with statue. The penis she gets statue. really mad. Don't touch the penis statue. She got really mad. And so <laughs> then finally he just picks it up and bashes her in the fucking face with it. <laughs> hits her right in the fucking, like he just shoves it in her mouth. Well, but it's I bloody. laugh. It's bloody. He pulls it away. Yeah. There's blood. She uh, was breathing when he left. But the police show up. While, well, they're showing. Yeah, the sirens are the coming. Sirens so he's like, shit, I gotta get out of here. And so he runs to the front door. His buddies are there waiting for him. Georgie boy and Tim still weren't happy with the outcome they had. Mm-hmm. So Fucking what happens? Mi- they hit him with a milk Dim bottle. Dim hits him with a milk bottle, dude. Okay, right uh, in the face. Was the insinuation here a real milk bottle? Was it supposed to be drugs? Because again, he does was, yell out, I'm blind. Was it a downer? Did maybe. they drug him? Well, they, yeah, maybe. Uh, and that's why they knew he'd be incapacitated till the cops show up? Because that is what happens. Yep, he's the in the face. He, they get away and he takes the heat. Now's when the movie officially changes. It changes in lots of aspects. In tone, in visual. There's less 70s Weird. colors. And yeah, it gets more... It's very monotone. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're in fascist territory yeah. now, right? These are totally totalitarian Cold leaders. stone gray color. Yeah, so the police get a hold of him. First, we just see interrogation time, yeah. right? And he is defiant and rebel as ever. At yep. fir- at I first. know the law. I'm not talking law. At first. Shit. At first. Then they beat the, the shit out of him. They beat the fuck. They're, at first, but, it starts yeah, like... where he's got the, the thing pressure, on his nose. Pressuring the nose. On it, he, but then he he grabbed that dude by the balls, and then nope, game on, buddy. They just start beating the fuck out of him. And and Mr. Deltoid shows up again, no, telling pity. him, telling him, no pity. He said, "Dude, I told I you, I gave you warning. I told you, it's over. Ass. It's done." And now we see when Mr. Deltoid's in the room, tough boy Alex is gone. Yeah, he's gone. Now, five minutes before, he was all, I'm not telling you guys shit. Fuck you. You ain't going to get nothing out of me. Now he's like, it was everybody else's yeah. society did this to me. Don't you want the rest of my gang? I can uh, tell you where they're hiding. That one cop's just like, hey, he sings real good when you're here, doesn't he? <laughs> Things changed oh, so quick. the second he walked in, but nope, can't help you, kid. Yep. You're going away because you're a murderer now. And Alex is in denial at no, first. No, no. She was breathing I when didn't I killed nobody. Right. He says, Buddy, I left the hospital. She's dead. She died. And you're going away. But that's the part I was telling you guys earlier. Like I said, we see a lot of violence. This is the line that lets us know. He had not only from Mr. Deltoid, but Alex himself. He was convinced he hadn't because they were violent. Yeah. They weren't killers. Yeah. He was not killing people. Which I did not pick up on until he was shocked about the lady being killed. I was like, why does that one shock you? Oh, they're not dead. Okay. Because they show up later. Yeah, the whole... 
hobo guy later, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Again, if if that, if that line wasn't enough convincing for you that he de- doesn't kill people, when, yeah. the, when the hobo shows up later, I'll like, let oh, you know that oh, he didn't shit, kill the hobo. He didn't kill the hobo either. Maybe he should have. He maybe should have killed a lot of people, apparently. The, the scene ends with, you know, just Mr. Deltoid had completely gave up. He spit he, on he him. He spit on him. He's given up. Spit Alex right is on his own, no longer anything. Then we see him being admitted to prison, right? Yep. It's 14 up his, years. He gives up his personal possessions, which at this point is not much because no, it's, it's like literally watch, just what was in his pocket. Cigarettes, yeah, yeah, yeah. candy, a, a coin. coin, one coin, one coin. It was a bus token, even. It wasn't even like a coin right. coin. I think. Like a, and it was like stuck in his pocket. Yeah, he had to like turn his pocket inside uh, like out. Fake leather, something, right? I right. hear him. He goes, "It's a faux red leather, fake red leather." Yeah, you yeah. know, calendar or whatever the fuck. Um, I love that guard though. He was my favorite character, the captain of the guards at the prison. He really was way too into his fucking job. Yeah, and again, this scene really much like the prison, uh, the the scene in the interrogation room shows us how quickly Alex will fucking change, right? Yep. He immediately just, just he isn't. Well, again, they're barking orders at him. Yep. He's not. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's not. They're asking him questions. He's on the spot. He's on he the doesn't spot. fight Very it at all. soldierly. All the way down to strip in front of me. And spread them cheeks. This Let me see what you're hiding. This was awkward. Man put the flashlight in his mouth and was up in this dude's butt. Again, like we said, guys, yeah. this is a very serious movie. This scene, I didn't understand. I was like, we could have done without it. Right. Because there was even a longing, long look after. Right. right. Like, it was done. He, when he goes walked off away. To go take a bath. And the dude is still just on the ground. On the like, ground, staring just looking. where the butt had been. It was He awkward. also has a weird look on his face when the two dudes are, like, winking no, at no, him. No, this guard never doesn't have weird faces. <laughs> Facial expressions. He's I put awesome. it in my notes. I was like, I don't even know if these he are inten- so suppressed. Well, I don't know if they're intentional. I, like my notes are like, I don't know if this is intentional. Did they just find an actor who had face ticks and this is right. just it's just amazing coincidence but on they timing? Just happened to do this. I really can't tell at a certain point because it happens. There's this never a, a scene. Every time he's there's seen. never a scene he doesn't have some kind of weird facial expression. There's never right. a scene. It's Fantastic. something. I love uh, him. He's it's, my favorite. He's good. I mean, he's I'm not favorite. downplaying. He. This guy does a lot of non-vocal acting. Because he's supposed to say something. He clearly yelled something. What he yelled at us couldn't tell you. He somehow manages to turn British things into sounding German, which was... Every guard. Every prison guard does. They all, again, they look very fascist. They're all... uh, Both uh, guards and prisoners. Guards and prisoners. They make the prisoners wear these things. Right? There's like even like the red armband. But they look it, and then all the guards, any guard, whenever you see them if they're yelling commands it they have again it's it's in British English, English. but it sounds, sounds like they German hit, they somehow. Hit ac- well, they hit accents at the same like parts of a phrase, right? You know what I mean? So that way, it's hitting like the ups and downs that you would so hear like in German. If, if you were like way off at a distance, you it would just sounds, be like, "Well, if you're not paying, yelling. if you weren't looking directly at the screen, there yeah. were several times where I just literally had to be like, did they just switch into German? Right? What the fuck? Uh, really but no, it's definitely that not. fascism. Yeah, yeah, they definitely want you to get this aspect of it. Uh, during this moment, we see it transition. Like we see, there's a little bit. Of like the Alex is getting put into prison, but then we get the inner monologue, and we get the the moment where he's sitting beside the the clergyman, yeah, right? the preacher, and then the the dude is 
making eyes at him. He's this big potato face dude just, just winking at him like, hey, pretty boy. But it's after we already yeah. found out that the head guard does not want any homosexualness oh. in this prison. Because nope. he specifically asked I mean, Alex when he, about When it. he asked him that, he looked at his dick. I know. I'm it not, was I'm really just, weird. It was, the whole thing is weird <laughs> with that guard. That's not. That's neither here nor there. But during this conversation, uh, this inner monologue that Alex has uh, with us as we find out some uh, maybe right about here in the movie because we'd always heard the inner monologue, but right now is when we find out that he is direct. He is directly narr- addressing us. Yeah, he is in this narrating us. to us. It is not just like because he calls uh, himself your friend and gentle yeah, yeah. narrator. It's not like omnipotent narration where it's just like vaguely this guy, but we don't know when. It yeah. is directly that he no, is somehow talking us to us, us as the viewer that these things are happening during his inner monologue. We learn that this is now two years. Yeah, he's been, he's been, been in years. here for two years, and essentially what he's found is the way to fake his way through the system. Yep. He is not actually reformed. No. But he knows how to make the people around him think, think he's he reformed. Is. He knows how to convincingly trick society into thinking he's better. But it's not convincing everybody. It has convinced the clergyman. Yeah, he's sitting there, he's reading the Bible. With the horrible and, teeth. And, oh, yeah, really bad teeth. Nice uh, guy, though. Yeah, uh, but the head guard's not fooled. No, uh, the head guard never buys it for a fucking the, second. The, the, but he's convinced the clergyman because now uh, we see that he goes to study the Bible. Yeah. He refers to this, I, I got this here. In the future, they decided that it's the big book. Did you notice that? Yeah, he doesn't call it the old book, which is what we would call the Bible. Like, today, Day, that's a phrase we would say. It's yeah, the old book. It's the old book. Now he, it's the big book. The big book. Or the good book. The Those good are the book. old book. Yeah, and, the old book and the good book, yeah. But big book is definitely not one of them. So obviously, it's another one of those weird, slight evolution things, right? Yeah, he, he says that he, he loves the big book. But again, to the clergyman, he makes it look like he loves religion. Yeah. To us, he lets us know... He likes the Romans. He likes the battling. He, he likes, likes the, the violence. He likes the, the... He likes he the laying with two women. Right. He likes the, the talk of the things that, that we'll God go off, wanted. We'll fight, we'll drink wine, and then we'll go home to our, well, to some other dude's wives. Well, there's specifically the parts of the Bible that are dealing with the things God did away with, right? Like yeah. That's what we're supposed to find out The here. first part of the Bible is more he's fun a, than the second he's part. He's obsessed with the things before God said the those should yeah. not be you should done. be doing this shit. He's stuck in the allegories wrote, where wrote, they tell us what we shouldn't do. I wrote down. I was like, I think he took the wrong message from the Bible. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what we're supposed to see. That's uh, he is definitely he he doesn't enjoy the Bible. He enjoys these stories. It is a very violent book if you read it. It's how he sustained himself. Fantasies he's had yeah. Yeah, while reading these stories. But yeah. then we find out he's heard about a crazy treatment. That'll get you out An of jail. An experimental treatment. It'll get you out of jail in a fortnight, they say. And so he's bringing it up to the clergyman like, hey, hey you, you know me. You know bro, I'm, bro. I'm trying, dude. You know. How like, good have I how, been? How good have I been? Have I gotten in any trouble? No. While I've been here. No, <laughs> I mean, he even says it like that. He's like, Wait, while have I've I got, been here. Since, since here. <laughs> right. Be clarify. Right? Like, you know. You know. I mean, I've, I've been good. I've been a good boy. Put in a good word for Dude, me. Dude, guy's trying to talk him out of it. He's like, look, he man. He doesn't like it. He's like, no. Hey, well, um, no the, nobody in this prison like it. Yeah, even the warden. None, like, none of them. Think There's not a single person idea. in this prison that like it. Meaning that we can assume this prison is affiliated with the other government, right? Again, at, so at this point, the movie also starts to bring in this plot of two governments. Yep. 
that are fighting for control. One is very totalitarian, and one is definitely still about the people and free thought and free thinking. There's a lot of layers to this fucking movie. Yeah, there are. And so uh, we can assume, then, that this prison, despite being a prison, is aligned with the free thinking, free thought kind of government, right? Is not part of the totalitarian. Yeah, we we don't want to mind-wipe them and turn them into drones. We Uh, we just want them to not hurt people. Yeah, if if locking them away is how we have to do that, then that's That's how we have to do that. But again, we're not going to try and tell them they can't be the people that they are. They just have to be the people that they are in that cell. Yep. And so we get this, and we can, like you said, we clearly see every single person in the prison is against it. (laughs) But he is very adamant that he wants to try it, and just by chance, by chance, the minister of, I didn't even write it down. Minister of the Uh, Interior. interior, Which is a weird one to be associated with these prison trials. But whatever. The minister of the interior just happens to show up. Like that day, even, I think it it was just one of those, we don't know how many days. But it really seems like it was like, later that day. Uh, And was just looking for the next best candidate, right? And you can't get... I'm sorry, if you're trying to prove something, you don't get a better candidate than this guy. No, you really don't. He was a horrible gang member. Uh, We assume at this point that they must have linked him to both crimes. So that's going to be the killing he actually... We know he did with the penis. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The penis killing. And then the the brutal beating of the guy in the forced sexual encounter with his wife. Because as the woman who he smashed with the penis already had told the police on the phone... Sounds like that thing it that happened. It sounds like the same thing that happened to those people. Like yeah, they were trying connect, the same ploy. Right. It right. would connect him. So we can assume that at this point the prison complex knows the full thing. Yeah, they know how fucked up you are. And so You're and again, perfect. Uh, we Come know. With us. Well, and we know when he was being arrested, he already spilled his beans about a whole gang and how he could show them his whole gang. So again, they know he's the leader of a gang. Yeah. There's just reasons why he's a perfect candidate for this. We we don't know if the minister knew that when he came in. He just happened to show up. And then, of course, since he wanted this already, yeah, he, he spoke st- up. He spoke up. He's like, oh, man, you're and right. S- and the minister was like, what's this about you? And so he quickly kind of runs down through some stuff. He's like, oh, this guy's perfect. He's violent. He's bold. I He's want young. him. Take and him. at that point, even the head, again, the head guard who doesn't like him. Right. But definitely believes in this kind of form this reform, right? Like prison reform. He thinks that will lead to reform. Yeah. He is trying to be like, I don't agree, sir. No, you shouldn't take this guy. Don't take that guy. Fuck that guy. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Then we see he goes to the warden. The warden's like, look, I don't have a say in it. You get to go. Orders Orders are are orders, orders, but I want you to know. I don't fucking like this. I don't think you should get this right. Nope. Eye for an eye. Right? You hit us, we hit you back. You hit one of ours, we're going to hit you here. They send one of yours to the hospital, you send one of theirs to the morgue. <laughs> yeah, but then we see the head guard. He, he, again, he's he's kind of throwing out the, the last little bits of like authority he gets to, and he knows it, right? Yeah. So he's being extra fucking extra dickheaded shitty. to him. He's yelling at him every second. He's every like, time. don't talk, don't talk, talk unless you're talking yeah, to him. And then he asks him a question. You answer him right now. Yeah, just total dickheaded for no reason. We see he's got to take him to this facility, this uh Give me a second. I've got the name. Right? Ludovico. That's the yeah, but it, it run by the doctor. I was trying to look up the doctor's name. Oh shit! I didn't Brods, Brodsky, Brodsky, something like that, right? Yeah, it's Brodsky or something like that. Uh, so yeah, he gets taken to this Ludovico technique, this Ludovico Institute, where they employed the Ludovico technique. Yeah, and it's run by Doctor Brodsky. He is 
We're going to em- employ this new treatment. Again, right now, we still have no idea what this treatment is. Nope. The guard drops him off at the facility. It's supposed to just make yeah. bad boys good. That's what it is. Within does. two weeks. Yeah, within or two weeks. Or slightly, slightly over. They said a just, 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 just barely more than a fortnight, what yeah. they keep telling us. But so the prison guards come to drop him off, and when they drop him off, again, this head guard is definitely still very adamant that they should be treating this man like a prisoner. Yeah. And you can tell he is insulted by the... F- again, this is the moment <laughs> he where... He even I, has to ask where the guard is that's going to yeah, take yeah, him. Yeah. He's like... Is that the guy? Can he come over here and hold him before I unhandcuff well, this, this fucking is the monster? Moment, this is the moment where I began to be like, are these facial expressions ticks? <laughs> because at this scene, he makes so many weird expressions and none of them fit the vibe of what is fucking happening. His nose itched so bad. I don't know. And Kubrick would not let him scratch But, <laughs> but this is exactly the part where I was like, maybe this actor just has ticks yeah, and I misread that. everything. But he, fi- again, this is not the last time we'll see him, but the last time of importance that yeah. we see this guard. Uh, he he drops him off. He is now officially part of this program. We see immediately they start pumping him full of drugs. Yeah, this is the first thing. Like he's like, here's some drugs, and he's like, oh, experimental. He's like, is that, on, I wrote yeah. that. experimental serum one one four? And he's like, oh, is this is this part of is this something that you're giving me? Is this going to help with everything? And she just lies to him. It's vitamins. Oh, it's vitamins. You're gonna start taking these with all of your food. You're underweight, right? <laughs> Every time we feed you a meal, you'll get a shot. You'll get one of these some vitamins with your with your nice hearty food. And he's just like, Sweet. okay, fuck yeah, all right, sounds Bins good. Right over, go ahead. He's like, so what are we going to be doing? And she's like, oh, you're just going to be watching some movies. Then we get him in the movie room and we find out that they're not only making him watch movies, they are forcing his eyes open. They have clamped these things open. And did did they really do that to him? It's a reverse clamp. Yes, I was just about to tell you. Do you want to hear this? This is this is true. They gave him they anesthetized him. So he was, you know, he had anesthesia. So that way they could do that. Oh, no, no. Scratched his corneas. Oh, jeez! While doing the filming, I for believe these scenes. it. Fuck that looked. I couldn't watch them putting those things in his eyes, dude. That was painful looking. Mm-hmm. And he's like straight jacket to the chair. To like, he's not going anywhere. You're gonna watch this shit, and they're even gonna eye drop his eyes yeah. for him. This is when we find out that it that this is essentially some kind of really fucked up. Aversion therapy. Yeah, right? we're going to show you fucked up shit. Well, but did you notice that it's not even just fucked up shit? It's fucked up shit that's meant to mimic what he's he has done. done. Yeah. Because it was they four were even guys. Dressed like it was him. four guys in white suits, uh, just like theirs, including the fucking. The weird codpiece thing. The only thing that was different with the guys on screen, different hats. They had, like, French army hats from Napoleon. Yeah, different well, like, hats. It was really weird. That was the... Well, one of them was a straight-up pilgrim hat. <laughs> but, yeah, different hats. One of Or I guess for Britain, it would be uh, uh, Guy Fox. Guy Fox hat. Uh, there you go. You would tell us it's the same. It's a Puritan yeah, hat. Yeah, it's the same. Puritan hat. So, literally, he's just, just watching these crazy, horrific scenes while under the influence of whatever this drug is. So, again, this in my notes, I wrote, it is either some kind of experimental antipsychotic could be yeah or hallucinogens because that was the thing be. in the 70s yeah, you like just give it, it's coming ass, right after just give the, you some acid well man. in the 70s it's literally like right after people MK, right MK after Ultra. they found out that was real though like again yeah. you cut me off that before that they didn't know it was real in the 70s is when they found out that they did didn't actually do, that. do yeah. that and so this is right after people found out that governments were really doing, really that. doing this so that's shit. why they yeah. put it into movies like this yeah, so yeah so that's sense. totally i feel like it's one of the two though it could still be experimental antipsychotics where they're like well we're gonna force you these things that should make you think normal and then show you the things that make you think not normal until you you know but either way they definitely just pump him full of shit 
So when he sees all this fucked up stuff, instead of being happy about it, well, it makes him sick. Well, it literally has a physical like he's effect. gonna throw. It, it's up not that they're and trying. It hurts. They, like so again, that's the aversion therapy. Yeah. Here, that it's not even that they're trying to because you know like uh, they want you to think it's like chemical therapy. Yeah. Which this does uh, have the weird. A side effect of chemically castrating them, as we'll find out yeah. soon. But beyond that, this is actually like still solid aversion because whatever they're doing is literally just that it causes physical pain when he has those urges. Yeah. So it's just like a lifelong aversion therapy. Right. right? Anytime like, you, if you want to feel better, not, you got to not think about that. So stuff. it's again, it's not that they've made him. And again, the the clergyman brings this up mm-hmm. later. It is not that they have in any way made him better because he doesn't not think these things he still has those thoughts they've just taken away his ability to be a human because yep. the only way he cannot experience this choice pain, choice exactly. cries there is no the choice there, it, which is a weird one for the preacher to be bit. screaming about <laughs> i kind of loved the like put like throwing it on its face of yeah. what we normally think of because normally you would think that conversation would have been the, o- other, the other way, way around. around we're way too ahead of ourselves <laughs> but yeah so this is essentially though just lifelong aversion therapy is yeah. what they have made they've Forever. made a way to chemically lifelong have you deal with some kind of pain when doing a, things they don't like? There's a slight problem, though. It's a, the it's music. A, it's a little unfair. It's music. The music they chose for these videos. Well, not even all of them. Just specifically the one when the drug was finally working. Yeah. Right? Because the first couple of times, it still hadn't... Re- yeah. He even he, talks he, about how he kind of enjoyed the movies. Yeah, he's like... He, oh, was, he said the first one was like an actual cinematic experience. Right, it was very good, like they did it in Hollywood. <laughs> and again, we as the viewer see that all of them are the same. Yeah. It's literally just that he himself is starting to feel the difference between right. when he saw the first one and saw the next one. Is why he doesn't describe it the same way. When he finally gets to that that last one, the drugs are finally just in full effect. Yeah. And it happens to have Beethoven. Beethoven. And he tells them, this isn't fair. Because now he Beethoven never hurt anybody. And, and they, anytime I hear this, I'm going to get sick. Well, and he doesn't even realize <laughs> that yet. He just kind of says, like, it's uh, he is just stuck on that it's not fair to Beethoven. He's not even thinking, saying, uh, to him, during this moment, he doesn't even, he's not making the connection it's that he'll, sin that his body. It's Beethoven yes, to this. For him right now it is just the fact that that's so insulting to beethoven to use his music yeah. it's not until later he realizes the negative impact it has on his association right now he's just upset that they would do that in the first place how dare you do that to that they beethoven. would sully his name by associating his music with something like this right farce of Fucking an experiment monsters you call me a barbarian but so that's that's really what that what that was all about but it does have the unforeseen side effect of now he can't enjoy that music. Yeah, anytime he hears Beethoven, he's, it, he just just wants, like everything he just else wants to die. He is now just as violently yeah, sick it, to his stomach, and he wants things to end. Yep, can't can't handle it at all. But after we finally end these barrage of of treatments, uh, he does indeed. They live up to it. They're going to release him before gets, they release him. They have this a weird presentation where he, they just parade him in front of everybody and fucking humiliate him. This one guy comes out beats and, like the beats shit the out. Shit out of him. Him. He makes him, him lick his shoe and lick shit. Lick my shoe. He does it. And he, they, he's, he's like narrating, gagging Well, the he's whole narrating time. to us, telling us like, guys, you're, you, I, I did it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to, but it was better than that sick feeling. So I did it. So I licked the shoe. They show us that he, again, now is when we learn that they, on top of taking away his violent urges, just to be on the safe side, took away sexual urges. Yep. The, this the, is where it gets really, it, really, you start to think about the implication on 
free will, right? Because yes, we know that he had forceful sexual encounters with women and we know that that's bad. Yes. But they are taking away his ability to have any sexual experience. Yeah, because he, now he, did, he has a... He did have a consensual one in the film. Well, and again, the th- what's happening in front... The, the first example is violence and that's fine. Yeah, that's that proves fine. their point. Proves it. The second one, though, was literally a woman walking up to him with a look that she was okay with it, enticing him. And naked. It was not... It was not showing us that he was not going to be bad. It was showing us that he cannot have these sensations at all. And so that's a little messed up. It is. Forced chemical castration is maybe too far for the government. A little bit. I mean, all of this is. But I mean, like, <laughs> if, if there should have been a point where everyone in the room was, saw that, was like, well, hey, hell, the first part, the guard got off. <laughs> Once the, when the watch, girl walks out, well, not even that, he got off. Watching oh yeah, him he loved watching him lick that boot. He that was, was another it. scene where people should have felt their own humanity and been like, not maybe this isn't in this right. Room right now. But you're right. When the woman came out, this guard <laughs> definitely face. had a moment. That face, man. He's just like, oh, uh, like he's never seen a titty before. But so we, they they show off that he is definitely now different he even asks he's like did i do okay did was that all what you guys wanted from me can i fucking go now and so they do they release him yep off back into the world man the movie's gonna go really quick now guys because yeah, like does. the next the next like like i mean i it's probably like 35 40, 40 minutes, minutes of the but movie it, but really it only takes place in like two, two days yeah three days if that. He he leaves prison. He goes home. He goes home. When he gets home, he immediately notices someone's been sleeping in his room. Yep. There's, he they goes ha- in the living room. They have room. a border or whatever. Well, they go. Let's, let's, let's let them hear it the way it actually happens, right? So he goes home. He doesn't see them. They right. don't see him. He it's sees a, his room first. Yep. Someone's sleeping in it. Stuff. That's not Shit my there stuff. that's not his. And then he walks into the living room and his parents are literally reading the Because that's how quickly this happened. They're, well, they're reading the paper that says he got released. Right. It happened that day. And so they didn't find out any sooner. So they're reading it and they're like, oh shit. Uh, Then he walks into the living room and he's just like, hey guys. I'm home. I'm here. And they're like, that's quick. Dad's literally showing. He's like, like, it's on the front page. This is today's. We weren't expecting you at all. And then he leans into his dad and he just goes, dad, I don't know if you noticed. There's a weird guy sitting on the couch. He's eating our toast. And Should his dad we be just, concerned? His dad's just like, oh yeah, that's Joe. Uh, he lives here now. The way in which the dad they said so this scared. was, well, it was so comical because it was scared, but it was also just kind of, because the dad, he's only in two very short scenes of the movie, yeah. but he seems so dim-witted every time he right. speaks. Uh, and so like, it was like dim-witted on top of scared. And so it just sounded so extra like weird coming he from just, him. He lives he's here. Like, he's a lodger. He, he lodges in your room. We had like an agreement. Right? Didn't we, Joe? <laughs> Joe's doing work for us. It's going to take two years. Great. Two years from when? I don't He's that, been in prison for right? two. Was it two? Did they do this immediately? Right? His two years are up. Joe's and only been here for a month. Like, how what, how long has this been going on? What does on? he mean? Again, that was just showing you the desperation from the dad. Like, he was just trying to find the words for that would maybe make his son not be upset about the moment. But then Joe. Joe, who knows dick all about nobody other than what he, he thinks. He knows. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I just really didn't like Joe. Don't he fuck flew Joe. all over me. He's, 
I, Alex is a horrible human being. Right. But technically speaking, if we are going to treat prison the way prison is supposed to, then when someone does their time and they get out, even if it's as fucked up and what they did to this man, yep. the idea was supposed to be this chemical process works. And now that he's out, we treat him we, like he gets, a, he gets his second chance. That's right? what this whole thing was Fuck about. Joe. Fuck Joe. These are his parents, dickhead. And Joe not kept saying yours. that. Joe kept yeah, saying, yep, like, they're, they're mine. mine. They're, 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 they're mine now. They're more like my parents than yours. You were terrible to them. I, I'm nice. These are my parents now. They go, fuck yourself, Joe. I hated Joe. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Joe, the, directly the things Joe said are what started upsetting the mom. And then when she gets upset, he looks at Alex and he goes, look what, look you what you've did. done to your mom. Look what you did to your mom. I was like, like it was your fault, asshole. You're the one that was, she was looking at you like, like stop. Go to hell, Joe. Fucking Alex goes to punch him. He can't do but it. But the sickness comes over. And then Joe still, Joe still being a rude fuck a immediately dick. was like, dude, uh, you're making me your sick. your mouth or something. That's gross. I think I'm going to get sick. Can you take that somewhere Joe, else? you fucking asshole. And so finally Alex was just like, fine. I see. I, get I understand. I, I did what I was supposed to do to get released, but nobody fucking cares. I'm still going to have to suffer. I'm going to see leave. my way out. And then, so he's just walking. Yep. Got nowhere to go. Goes Nothing and, specific. Goes and looks at he's a bridge. staring at the, well, it's again, this this, uh, I found a good way to say the first one. I don't know. Unaliving, right? That's what the yeah, kids say. Yeah, that's what the kids say. So he is definitely supposed to be having thoughts of unaliving himself. That bridge is not tall enough to do that. Well, neither is the thing that he later tries to unalive <laughs> himself true. from. Also true. So <laughs> let's not get there. Also the bridge true. at least had water underneath of it yeah, that he, he could, could have just, drowned yeah, in. Yeah, that's true. So the bridge was a better option than what we actually see later. That's That was the implication of this scene. Was that yeah, he, uh, a, that, Having dark thoughts. Well, and he can't do anything with the natural thoughts. Like, that's, that's what we're supposed to be feeling here he can't feel anything that he normally would, would feel want to and so it makes him not want to feel anything. anything again i'm not trying to say that he lived a good life uh but joe it's definitely feel bad for him yeah. joe definitely deserved to be hit yeah like he we're did. saying he, here joe know, crossed the line anybody and he now would have punched do, joe he now can't do that for yep, himself. even can't even do that can't even stick up for yourself so it, it proves that this process goes too far yeah, it goes way too well, far which is the whole point yeah you can't like the whole you point can't control how someone thinks in any way without it being too much mm -hmm. it's a slippery slope it really it's is. all too much you gotta you gotta let people be people and then just deal with the consequences of it you can't control them completely oh, we almost forgot to mention they killed his snake oh yeah they killed his snake they don't say they don't that, say it but they killed he his asked snake. where his snake is Where's my the basil? look on his dad's face instantly lets you know they killed his snake. They forgot about it. It did not feed it. Something. It died. But it was their fault. It's dead. And it then he immediately an lies and is like, it had a great accident after you left. It passed away. Sorry. Sorry. It's not important at all. I just wanted to make just sure we talked about it because it was fucked up. Fucking snake. Again, the snake he's a didn't horrible do human being. But exactly. The, the snake, snake didn't do nothing. Is, is a creature that had nothing to do with that man's horrible fucking life. Right. The snake didn't deserve that. Poor Basil. Sorry. I just had to point that out. This is the moment, right? So he's walking. He's he's staring off in the, uh, the water, water and uh, the one homeless to guy himself, shows and up. And the homeless guy shows up. Well, right now we don't know immediately because you kind of the angle is a little off, and you just hear him talking. But even when you hear him talking, because he says the exact same phrase about however he worded asking for money. You got some money. cut for me, yeah. brother. It's exactly how he asked for it the first time, and so. 
dude's not he again he's he, so zoned out he gives he's, him he's just, change well it takes him forever at it, first he just hears the guy asking like right. six times and then finally he's like oh 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 yeah he hands it to him as he hands it to him the man finally makes the he connection recognizes he's like oh fuck you're this that guy? fucking asshole who beat the shit out of doesn't me doesn't care that he just gave him money no doesn't care that he's not being hateful or rude again the whole point here like again like at what point how do you atone for your past sins if people will never let you be past your past sins? Yeah. Right? And so that's exactly the the, the problem world that Alex is stuck in now. Like, how is he supposed to be past it if no one will let him be past it? He can't. You can't. That's no, exactly what can't. we see That's here. Exactly what happens. Uh, the old, the old man starts chases yelling at him, chases his other him. homeless buddies, uh, and they all start. Well, they all beat the shit out. This of They group. take his bag. This is why you got to be careful of old people in large groups. Yep. Old people in large groups are very dangerous. They can gang up on you. Yeah, you, will. you can lose control of the situation. They can take those fake teeth out and just go for the eyes with you. But then we see the police show up. Oh, good. Save the day. First Dang time fuck. in Alex's life he's he ever happy to see the fucking cops until. He recognizes who the fuck they are. It's Dim and Georgie Boy. Guess what? We grew up and got jobs. Well, no, and what's fucked up is, like, they recognize that it's Alex. But then Alex even starts to say stuff about, like, back in the day. And Dim literally says... I don't remember. (laughs) Again, this I point this out because, in case you forgot, they were supposed to be the kind of young where maybe they don't... You know, like, they were just being young dumb. Yeah, and on a lot of drugs. So maybe they genuinely don't don't remember remember a lot of it. Yeah. Again, when you look at the actors, you it's it's easy to forget that they were supposed to be playing like because Dim was supposed to obviously be the youngest of the group. That's yeah. part of why he's Dim, right? So if we thought Alex was sixteen, then Dim is like fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. He just says he literally says we got to be of age to have jobs. Yeah, this is the job we got. We're cops now, isn't that great? Uh, and now we're gonna take care of you. Oh, we're gonna drag you off in the woods, and we're gonna yeah, right? Like what was it? Drown you in this very well, conveniently and, like, placed tub. What was the tub? point of it? it? Like was it just to to fuck that, because with they him? want to punish him more to show that I, they have power over him, I guess. Have they not gotten enough of that? Everything that's happened to, again, I'm not saying Alex doesn't deserve. I it. mean, he's even said he even says when they're dragging him off, like guys, the, I got punished and you guys got away. Well, like, and again, what do you like, want well, here? And at their hands, like that's my point. Why are you fucking not with pretending me? You got like, away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not pretending like Alex didn't deserve it, but technically, everything that happened to him is it's, their fault. Yeah, he got arrested because what they did to him. I say they have the revenge, him, right? Right? They need to let it be. Let it go, guys. You, you got him. But now we're going to try and drown him in a tub and in the middle the of the woods. And beat the shit out of him in the water. While they're drowning him, right? Holy Jesus fuck, Christ, man. dude. He got water in the lungs. That was the point, right? Like, you hit him when they're under the yeah, water because so he's going <gasps> to... Fuck, fuck up, dude. dude. It's a wonder he didn't die. I thought this was it. Like, at the end, of, I was like, this is it. This is how the movie ends. He's going to die. But it's not. It's not. He limps away. And where does he find? He goes home. He sees the sign. The sign. He's limping away. <laughs> and at first, he didn't exactly recognize where he was, right? Like, he saw the sign. He, he went to the front he's door. he's real fucked up. But he's at the front door, and he rings the doorbell. And what's the doorbell? It didn't be So he starts to be like, wait, I think wait, I remember wait a this. Minute. But we see as the viewers that it's a little bit different in the bit. house this time. We still see the old man. Yeah, he's, he's typing he's away typing in his room. Away. It's almost the exact same wheelchair shot. now. He's in a wheelchair now. Yeah. You, can, you can see the slight handle behind him, so you can tell right there. The the breathing in the background. Did you think it was going to pan over and she was going to be like in an iron it lung was really or something? Weird. It was strange. There was definitely like a... But that was supposed to be, yeah. So we see that there's no longer a wife in the, in the room she used to be. There is a super buff 
buff nurse guy guy with speedos on doing workout very fit and so the doorbell's ringing it's exactly like the last yeah, time exactly like last time plays out almost the same way except for this time the dude he was like is actually hurt well and he, and the guy at the uh the guy the assistant guy is the one that was like i'm gonna open the door he didn't the, it wasn't yeah. the writer dude and he He's was like I, he was he was like i think this guy's actually in trouble and we yeah. need to help but so they do they let him in they and start the, and, and and that is the moment Alex is like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, it's that guy. But he doesn't recognize me. I'm I had okay. a mask on. It's fine. It's okay. And he definitely doesn't. He recognizes him from the newspaper. Which I... Because he's, he's like, oh, you're the guy who had that treatment thing. But I find this to be fucked up, right? Because have we not already established that the police know no. that he was the one who did both crimes? Yeah. So the police never told, told this that guy? guy? We have the person who... I guess not. ...brutally beat or you didn't and raped show him wife. any pictures, I guess? Right, because so the, the moment when he has the shocking revelation that that's the guy from the newspaper, I was like, oh, this is it. It's, it's done. on. It's on. He's going to kill this dude. He remembers him. Nope. But he didn't. He ju- he literally only remembers he just, the paper. And but then we see... He can use him. <laughs> yeah, and then... Exactly. He calls up his buddies. He's like, look, this guy, we, this, can, we can use him to overthrow this government. This proves that they're making that, steps too far. They're yeah. trying to control our lives in a way that they shouldn't. They're being dictators. So again... This guy's the good guy. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. You get flips real quick. Right, yeah, it does. right now. You think I mean, literally he's, a good guy. he's on the phone because he's going on phone. about liberty and freedom and justice, then all he, those good things. He hangs right? up the phone, and when he hangs up the phone, he hears Alex's. And I gotta say, this is fucked up because Alex does remember. He does. He does remember. So, so the why fact that he starts do singing this. this. So Alex is taking a bath and, and hanging out in the room, and he just starts belting out, singing in the rain. With not a hint of irony, just belting it, dude, and it throws that dude into some well, much serious like, well, we PTSD. See, this is the moment where I say, like, the whole point of this whole thing is right. There's this constant like programming and deprogramming of people. Yeah. Right? Sometimes intentional, sometimes on purpose. Unintentional. Unintentional. This guy was unintentionally programmed to be triggered by that, that song. song because of what happened. Right. So it's it's a weird like reflection of exactly what has happened to Alex. It's really fucked up. But yeah, so we we do know that this moment he has realized what's going on. He realizes who Alex is. So he's he makes a dinner for Alex. A very special dinner because he's got friends on the way. Yep, they're coming to help. This is the weirdest scene. When the he's carrying, the aid he guy like carries, carries him, him down, down by the, the stairs wheelchair. with the wheelchair. It looks so weird. Dude, and then he sits him down and he's got this maniacal look on his face. Because he's like, has he now he knows? He's like... Mm. You enjoying your dinner? You like that? I got some very special wine you for want you. Want to drink some wine? Oh sure, we're gonna. We're, he's like, we're all gonna have some wine. He goes, I can't have it. He's like, he, he pours it and he smashes the bottle. Yeah, down. It's, it's, like, I'm like, God, you're break it, fuck, Dave, dude. Alex so goes to drink it. He's drinking. Immediate, he's just, he's immediately, he's so, like, something's up. Yeah. Do you guys? Do you guys want some? No. Yeah. Like I said, the guy was just immediately like, I can't have it. But he drinks it. He he he's like, all right, fine, fuck it, goes in. Okay, what else are you going to do? do at that so point? So at this point, though, the man gives up his hand a little bit. He tells him, he's like, so my wife, she, she used, used to do all this stuff and just for me. me. And then right. I had to hire this man. And then Alex, again, trying, trying to, to, play trying to pretend. Off. He goes, oh, does she travel? Is she away? Is she away right, right now? And he's like, she's dead. Now, I want to point out. I want to say this. I don't think Alex was responsible for her death. The story he tells us right now does not sound like it's Alex's fault. No. He, because he tells us, he's like, after after your encounter, and we're not going to use the words, after your encounter with us, I was badly beaten. She was in a no good state. Yeah. But then he proceeds to tell us 
the doctors told him she had pneumonia, and that's how she went. Yeah. But then he doesn't believe it. But he says, I don't believe it. But then immediately after that, he follows it up with, it was during a flu epidemic. Right? It's like, um, I don't think he had anything to do it's with like, it. It's like, I get it. You want someone to blame. And that would pro- it was a fucked up thing that happened right before, before she died. It, uh, yeah. And maybe her health was in worse shape. It, maybe because she was more it. susceptible yeah, to it. Definitely. I'm not denying that he might not have contributed. But he didn't directly cause it. It was not. She got sick and died, man. Right? It, during a flu if epidemic. If she would have just offed herself after the whole yes, thing. That, that would have been different. I would have been like, blame him 100%. Found her in the tub, you know, bl- you know, everywhere. It, that's different. But what he tells us? She went to the doctor and she died of pneumonia is what it sounds like. During and a flu epidemic. A Again, epidemic. I, that's like the underlying part. During, During a flu an epidemic. epidemic. There so, was much sickness at the time. So... This guy is just, I mean, again, maybe not wrongfully. No, but... But he is definitely pinning some... I mean, there's some baggage he's got that he needs to deal with. And it's not Alex's... It's not all Alex's fault. You're blaming more than he's responsible for you. I mean, kill him for doing the one thing, but not for... For beating you. For for beating you and and what he did to her. Fine, kill him for that. Don't lie about the extra. Yeah, don't add to the man. He's done enough horrible things. You can just punish him for those. Yeah, you can just get him for what he actually did. It's bad enough. But so then we see the, the... friends show up right yeah and they're gonna do a little interview about about his treatment and this dumb motherfucker tells them all about the beethoven but, thing. but about everything about he all opens of it up, she's just like why don't you tell me more about that and he's like oh okay and he just starts i mean he just like mouth vomits yeah just just all this stuff happened and anytime i hear beethoven i just i want to die and then we see <laughs> and then the while they're talking to him he just falls face first into the spaghetti no, he just does something great he's just like oh, i feel like all the time that something really bad is about to happen to me at any moment <laughs> face into the spaghetti face into the spaghetti they pick him up make sure he's actually yeah. out and then, they're, then we little. finally see is this why there's a muscle bound aid I guess because they're like I mean, instantly they're like get the car put him in it put him in it and we're gonna go lock him in a fucking room so then we see Alex wake up in a room to pounding Beethoven. music pounding it's right. loud he was like he didn't even realize because again like it woke him up the pain, like the pain the pain he has the belch, woke him up right and then he realized it was the song and he is begging for them to stop to shut it to off to turn it off and you see they give us the scene downstairs <laughs> again like i said the smile on the old man's face though the the group themselves had a good idea yeah. they were still torturing this man that guy was getting sadistic enjoyment yeah, he was. Out of it because he did realize who this guy was. Yeah, he did. This is where it starts to really bleed the good guy, bad guy, right? Because these <laughs> Can't guys. Really call him a good guy at this point, can well, we? Well, Phil, well, that guy definitely not. But so philosophically, though, these people are supposed to be the good guys. Yeah. They are the ones that are like, you can't take away people's free. You know, choice and the liberty and all that other bullshit they were going on about. And, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, we're going to lock you in a room till you kill yourself and use that for our own ends. It's like, you're not a good guy. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> uh, it was rough. And so he's upstairs. He's hearing all of this music. They won't shut it off. And as he mentioned to them when they were writing the notes, he specifically said when it plays, not when any of the other things happen to him. Just right? Beethoven. Now, well, that's music. I'm saying anything happens to him. The 
violent stuff makes him physically ill. The yeah. sex stuff makes him physically ill. He had, did not allude to wanting to kill himself to anything other, other than, than the exposure to the music. Yeah, that's what does it. And so, like, the other ones make him physically sick, but there's still not the weird mental connection to, to actually wanting to stop it. <laughs> yeah. Right? This one is the one. And yep. so they know that. Yep. They are trying to make him kill himself. That's fine. And they thought up. they succeeded. Oh, yeah. He jumps out I, the, the window. They, make, they want us to think he succeeded. Yeah. But again, much like you were trying to say about the water earlier, I will point out specifically about this. And like we said during uh, Groundhog Day, day like this is not building. tall enough. Even though he did, he aimed he himself. Did. I'll give him credit. He did there try to go stone, ahead first. Well, and there was stone and metal furniture. He did He at try. least had a better shot than Bill Murray did. But... It was still just not that high. Yeah. Got to go higher. You need at least four stories. Something. He should have went to the roof itself. The very... Not through the window. I know he couldn't get there. Yeah. I know he was locked in. I get it. But I'm, I'm just surprised saying. surprised the window was I unlocked. Was too. I was right? like, I was like they, oh, you they just... didn't take that out? I guess they wanted him to jump. I guess. So it was crazy. <laughs> they could have just left a revolver in the room. Yeah, also true. Now is the end. He goes to the hospital. We get one comical moment. He's in the hospital. He's, he's all He's, he's all, all fucked up and bandaged. And everything. Yeah, he got everywhere. messed up bad. Yeah. And we hear him like groaning in pain, right? He's we, like, Ugh. and then we hear in like an answer to him, uh. a female moan. And we don't know where it's coming from or what's going on at <laughs> it first. It goes back and forth. For a minute. And then finally we see the nurse comes out from the other, other bed, bed with, with the, the doctor. doctor. They were banging. Oh, God, he's awake. He's out of his coma. She didn't realize that it wasn't the doctor, doctor making that noise. And Finally, so he, she was like, "Oh, that's oh, coming shit, from behind that's me." That's from behind me. <laughs> Class of the comedy. So he's he's now getting better. Yep, slowly but surely. But now we have the problem. The one government is it, we see losing favor. Yeah, the totalitarian. The There's definitely not going to be more of this treatment in the future. Yeah. So the the good bad guys, bad good guys. I don't know which they way we want to say they, it. They the ones who kidnapped him. One. One, they kept the government from getting in, yeah. uh, taking full control Good right job. now. But then we see the minister. He come comes in. in. So now it means that some part of that government is still in Still in power. And they are still wanting to use this guy as a poster boy. Oh, we almost skipped over the... Oh, the slides. The slides. So they test him to see where he's at. The psychology. The, the shrink comes in. It's like, here, look at these slides and fill in what you think the other guy would say. And basically say. what we get from the slides is the violence is back. Yeah, the conditioning has worn off. But, but the sexual... The, sex, the, 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 yeah, the chemical castration... Is still there because the last one with the naked chick in the picture... He says, oh, <laughs> in and out would be fun, but, but I'm I, busy. I'm just here to check the meter. It was, yeah. it was pretty funny joke it was a funny joke but it definitely clearly says that he is not sexually Which interested is, that's gonna make it worse right right if like, there's no there's release no anywhere other release but violence. but violence and i think the implication is the minister knows that right, right? Like, he seems like he's got like sinister ideas on what they can use we can for. use this guy for and it's probably going to be to go against this other political again yeah. he is now just a pawn for the well he has been for a while now yeah. pawn for these political groups I and mean, they offer him a because good they job tell him, and all well, this and shit. they tell him uh, don't you worry about that guy, yeah, the writer. Like, we put got him, him put away. He's put away. Because he was subversive. He was writing about things we don't want, which means he was saying, this government's trying to uh, quench, yep. quench our thoughts and our free ideals. Yeah, so in jail, he must go. Like I said, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? I don't know. Where are we at anymore? All, there are uh, none. Exactly. We and, all suck Well, and equally. then the movie wraps with, like, you know, all the fanfare. He buys them those speakers, and they're busting out Ode to Joy. Oh, yeah. Different Beethoven. 
Beethoven song. And this song is what fully unlocks him back to normal. Yeah, he's having the fantasy it, in his head of, of having sex, sex again, again. Which up until uh, right yep. then, we had still assumed that part was And the last locked. line of the movie is like, oh, I was cured, all right. Credits. And so again. <laughs> so I guess he's back to normal. Is he, but is normal good for normal? him? I no, don't like his know. normal, right? Like, so is he cured, cured, or is he back to who he used to be cured? I don't know. Which one of those is what this totalitarian government wanted? Do they have what they wanted? Are they being tricked? There are so many layers that the movie ends on that it's just like, I don't fucking know. But that again. All, we could do multiple part series breaking on just down the end, this fucking on the just end the of this end. movie. I'm glad. you. I'm sure you all heard how we started. We didn't think we were going to have as much fun as obviously we did. Yeah, this was more fun than I was expecting. But it's because we tried to, we did exactly what we told you guys we would do. We didn't focus on the parts of the movie that generally everybody, everybody else, else focuses, focuses on. on. We tried to focus on some of the, the higher more, thought level of everything else. And the jovial else. parts that you can get. That you can get. You can find comedy where you can, people. Right. But yeah, I think uh, I think this was good. I think we had a better time than we ever expected. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and we can definitely say some of that's the spear, I think. Yeah, it I was mean, pretty this was good. good. Uh, you know how we are. We've finished now, so we'll give you a bit yeah, more we'll wrap up more. on this. Infused with Tangerine. I don't know if you can spot out tangerine it's got an orangey flavor but it's citrusy yeah, yeah. Citrusy. i mean it, and it's orange citrus right like because yeah. your know, lemon citrus is different lime citrus is different orange citrus orange is its own citrus, thing. this definitely. is definitely in that tangerine tangelo uh you know all the clementine clementines all those different types of orange uh it's in that it's very citrusy yeah this it's, it's m- light yeah this uh, might be my favorite ipa for an, so far well i mean again for an ipa ipas are usually strong right this is yeah. only 4.5 Oh shit, really? Yeah, that's what I was Fuck, telling you, man. Like, this is a light, this is easy. You could drink this all day. I was going to say, fine. I could drink this all day. And most IPAs aren't like that. Most IPAs, you have two, and you're yeah, like, man, ooh, I, need, I need a water. I need to take a break a minute. This one, dude, you could drink this all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is another one of those ones, especially with the citrus. I would love this on a summer, yeah, hot, hot summer oh, day. Dude, barbecue. Right? Barbecue beer right it here. Is, it would be perfect. It would be, it would be perfect. Great. Well, I think that's everything. But yeah, so, Bo, what are we going to be drinking next week? All right, well, next week, we got Founders. Brewing Company's Centennial IPA. All right. You guys know how that works. That's our clue. I do want to, before we mention anything else, say that's another one for founders. We're, we're, yeah, we are officially one. getting to the point where we are hitting a lot of recurring beer companies. Yeah, right. They're good, too. They are. I'm, I'm happy to see what they got, because last time we had a stout. Uh, yeah, dude, we did. I don't think we've had an IPA from them, have we? No, so it's good. It's, it's going to be nice good. to see the nice. two ends of the, the market here. The, the, uh, I like a stout. Let's see what they do with something I don't really that's like. That's right. So, uh, again, guys, don't forget, this was our game, so Centennial. That's, that's what you want to focus on there. Yep. It's definitely not the IPA part. No, not the IPA part. But So, drop those comments. Comments, let us know if you have any thoughts, guesses. Yeah, hit throw, us up. Throw them up there. We want to see it. I think we're done now, man. All right, good. I need a shower. I don't like this anymore. <laughs>